What's going on, everybody? Cali Death Podcast back once again, episode 102. I'm here with one resident homie tonight, Mr. Joel Horner. What's going on, Joel? What up? Uh, we're going to be missing Casey tonight. He's uh, at the Zenith Passage. Who's all, Who else is on that? It's Shadow of Intent. Oh, they're at that show. Yeah, Shadow of Intent. I don't even know who else, actually. I think, uh, yeah. In, in Zenith, Fur- though. Zenith. Oh, and Fury's in, playing. In Fury. Yeah, yeah. In Fury. Yeah. Dude, yeah. So he's going to go rage out there tonight. Um, not going to see the professor either tonight, but hey, we're still here for you guys every Thursday. You know what's up. And uh, tonight we are joined by Danny Nelson from the Abstract Tech Death, fucking old school dude. I've, I mean, abstract, I was, nice. I would definitely call abstract, your, yeah. I, yeah. I would definitely call your guys' music abstract, dude. It's it's definitely a um, an outsider when it comes to the tech death. It really mm-hmm. stands out. Uh, you guys, you have your own unique original sound to me, dude, oh, for you. sure. Awesome. It definitely is. It's not your run of the mill tech death uh, band. So, yeah. Like a New uh, York Gorguts, would you call it? <laughs> it's got, it's got like this <laughs> little, weird little. mixture of like Gorguts, immolation, and, immolation. you know, um, what, what era of Gorguts? That's the question. The later, uh, more yeah, later probably, abstract, probably like yeah, probably mm-hmm. wisdom, from wisdom to hate, maybe mm-hmm. I would say. I don't, I don't <laughs> feel that at all, but that's okay. Yeah, well, I put the New York. Hear. It's a percent, larger percentage of New York with a little bit of Gorguts. Yeah, if, in. We're gonna, if we were gonna, if we were gonna call it a pie, it. that would be a smaller slice in the pie. But it definitely, yeah, old Gorguts. I'm not, I'm not a, I don't embrace the avant-garde sound that they have acquired over the years. Interesting. Uh, from those albums, I just, I, I was, I didn't get it. It wasn't that I didn't get the concept. I just, um, they were so integral when, when I was coming up, you know, considered dead was amazing record. And then they put out erosion of sanity. And when I first heard it, all right, it was on a compilation called at death's door too. Mm-hmm. I thought it was fucking suffocation. I was like, Damn. wait a minute. Who, suffocation has two songs on this what the f- <laughs> and i looked and it was gorguts and i was like holy shit i can't fucking believe they changed their style so immensely from considered dead to you know erosion of sanity and then even more so from the next album i was like what the fuck these guys were like holy shit go pull pulling all this not you know just going crazy and yeah yeah I've seen them, you know, when they, um, before they kind of broke up or went on hiatus, I don't know what any of these bands call that shit anymore. I mean, (laughs) we just never stopped playing. We just played for, this is 30 years we've been doing the same shit. Mm -hmm. And a lot of bigger bands broke up and then came back and then more popular than ever. And we're pure and abstract. (laughs) In the background and in the underground and beneath the underground but that's all right i don't care i i just uh, i wouldn't have uh expected you to say that you didn't like the later and and that obviously it's you know it's all you but i'm just saying with the um at like the word abstract comes to mind but you guys have this like very um i'm trying to find the word like ambitious aspect to the band that i've been mm-hmm. because i've known about you guys for a long time and i i you know we have been fans like cross species transmutation was a big ep that uh, yeah. was playing at the odious house when it mm-hmm. came out yeah and um 
uh, I even got a malignancy sticker on my old first toolbox that I ever had from 20 years ago, you know, nice, nice. and, uh, um, you've always been that, like, just we're doing our own thing over here. That's what yep. I've always looked at malignancy as. So yeah. for, but Gorguts is also doing their own thing over there. Yeah. So I, I mean, I, I, I mean, obviously you still respect what they're doing. Oh, I'm not saying, you know, yeah, they, yeah. they've lost respect for that band. No, but no, no, no. I just it was wasn't, a little surprised. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was just yeah, a little yeah. surprised when you said, Oh yeah, I like the earlier stuff only. I was like, Oh, that's interesting. Cause you, yeah. you guys take big risks with some of the stuff that you guys do, you know? Oh yeah. Well, because we're, we don't write music to appease the masses. You know, we're not playing the same four, four nonsense that everybody jumps on. It seems like people can play guitar for two weeks and then they have a slam band the next day. And mm -hmm. we don't give a shit about that. It's like, we're going to play the most ridiculous, weird shit that we like. Right. And we're just going to try to keep going to the next step on our own. And if you want to come along for the ride, that's great. If you don't, then listen to your gen gens all you want, brother, and have a good time. Because I'll be there having a good time with you, so I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> Before we uh, get further, let's do some plugs up top real quick. You know, yeah. Battle Forge Coffee, as always, up at top. We got to represent. The All Cali right. Cali Death Pioneers, Deeds of Flesh. That's their company. Go over really? there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that. Holy shit! They got some good coffee too. Totally, dude. And they got definitely. some great records and some great band members too. Hell definitely. yeah, dude! It's uh, it's three of the four current members that put this together, and they've been doing it for cool. quite some time now. That's and, awesome. Uh, yeah, get over there. Get yourself some caffeine. Get yourself some swag i know they got other shit that they're selling so go support and then uh still no merch guys one day one day we will have more merch at that place <laughs> maybe at a different place we don't know i mean that that uh the logo for the 100th episode or not logo but the the artwork that we got uh from uh triple Sace design uh i'd love to see that on the t-shirt guys Me too. So. Mm -hmm. if we uh I actually got know. a lot of, of good feedback from people like messaging me going like you guys should make a shirt out of that yeah so, like yeah yeah we'll just i think we should do both we should just have like the basic like the logo OG. like in the corner up here and then we'll have that one you know yeah that'll be our version to kind of representing the, the new era <laughs> and uh yeah so go do all that and then uh danny where where can people find you uh merch from you guys online or just oh, information shit. in general so many fucking places it's it's great but um so we got a bandcamp page so what is it bandcamp.com or malignancy.bandcamp.com then there's a place uh that does some um direct to garment prints for us uh beyond human merch that's another one uh check out how quick joel is yeah look at that that's about right i did it real quick you got it <laughs> you got it Listen, we've misspelled malignancy so many times. It's even <laughs> even on a CD on the binding. It, it came out malig something. It just was completely wrong, and I'm like, fuck. <laughs> the first uh, the first uh, pressing of Severed Savior's first EP, Forced to Be Bleed, on the on the spine it says Forced to Bleed. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Yo, can you sign my copy of Force? <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, that's yeah, a weird one, though, you know? It happens. It does, man. And, and yeah, 
when you you know in those days when we were doing shit like that laying everything out ourselves we would we'd be fucking out of it after looking over it so many times and you just so easily just miss it and you're just typing away and you're like oh yep oh well oh well yeah. next pressing right. i guess you know, because when you're putting a, a release together, there's so much and there's so much time that you're putting into it. You're exhausted by the end of the by the time you're doing the layout. Yeah, it's easy to yeah. make a human error like that. Uh huh. Yeah. You, you by the time it comes out, you hate the record already. <laughs> oh, yeah. I got so common, dude. So common. <laughs> God, I know there's a we had a on Odysseus. We have one on uh, Cryptic. There's a it's collapse of recreation is what we always called it. But if you don't put the hyphen in there, it's collapse of recreation. <laughs> so <laughs> we're saying we're saying don't have any more fun. Yeah, no, no more recreation for you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. God. Is there? I think. Uh, I mean, a lot of it has to do with too. It's, it's like it's like a game of telephone a little bit too. Like what you're giving them. Sometimes it'll be on their end and they'll fuck it up. I know with decrepit, I've talked about it last time or a few times ago. But they had like all their all of our track. It wasn't the CD I was on, but all the tracks were all mixed up. Like they were mm. all like so and it's just like you know the vocals are just like Burr. so it's not like, like people are like oh he's saying this this song title clearly so i know which one is what it's like yes. there's one there's certain ones that are just people just think the songs are that name and that's mm -hmm. just because you know there was like yeah, it's, <laughs> completely mixed up the fucking tracks album oh, called yeah. or a song called vile progeny and then all of a sudden you hear me say the endless regression of mind or something you're like wait what oh this <laughs> isn't vile progeny <laughs> yeah yeah i know um, any any other places on uh, the interwebs that you want people to go to? Um, indie merch has one design of ours up there. Um, hmm. Oh, and Brutal Mind, Brutal Mind did a big licensing deal with us recently, and they pretty much—I don't know how much they have left in stock, but they did like all of our main album covers, full color, both sides full color sleeves i mean just top-notch work is that dot com or dot net brutal minds i, might, think, I think it might be a dot might net, be a dot net. okay shit i have to be the professor too it's all good <laughs> they just google's your friend guys type in malignancy brutal mind or whatever it, and you'll it, find it, it dude. google is uh, brutal mind dot yeah. com brutal brutal hyphen mind dot com there you go oh. yeah go support guys that's what's up. Yeah, buy what you can. But yeah, uh, dude, Danny, you thank can. you, thank you so much for hanging with us this Thursday, dude. Oh, dude, thank you for asking me. I mean, Ron and I have heard about your podcast for quite a while, and uh, he wanted to be on it. And I, I would have had him on, but he goes, he goes to sleep. Yeah, he works. He gets up at like he's at work at like seven in the morning. So I was like, you know what, dude, maybe next time. And you know, he'll take a day off or something and then talk to you guys because that's your guitar player, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. Oh my, like, yeah. I remember when uh, I don't know if you were at that show, but we played with uh, like Deeds of Flesh and stuff in New York once, and that's where uh -huh. I first met him. Oh, yeah, and man, yeah, yeah. that guy, yeah, yeah, it was like there. Deeds of Flesh, Odious, Vile, Decrepit, mm -hmm. I think. Oh, yeah, and um, yep. I remember meeting Danny, and Danny was like class A shit talker, like one of my favorite shit talkers. It's still like had a smile on his face and just was talking shit. And it was cracking me up the whole time. He's like, fuck you guys. All this he was like, just, but he, was, he was being funny though. At first I was like, what's up with this guy? And then like, at first, then he just started cracking me up, dude. And I was like, mm -hmm. this guy's fucking a legend. Yeah. Good guy. Yeah. Fucking. Yeah. I remember that show. I remember that show. Um, Was that, I'm trying to remember what venue that was. 
Was it was that near um, the, the Madison Square Garden. Downtime. Oh, Downtime. Downtime. Yes, yes. Yep. Yeah, it was a good promoter that put that show together. I remember uh, she had a lot of great tours coming through all the time. And um, it's unfortunate we we as a band miss her doing shows because uh, all her shows were top notch and always had pristine bands on there, like killer bands that you're like, who the fuck is this? And then they play and you're like, holy shit, that's who the fuck these guys are. All right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and that's what the scene miss we miss the scene like that you know it's not like that anymore it's it's a lot of promoters that just like to jumble bands together and sometimes it just doesn't work and i want to i want to watch new bands you know i want to see new bands that surprise the shit out of me you know mm -hmm, listening mm -hmm. to this style for as long as i've been listening to it, it it's it's kind of you know it gets a little frustrating yeah, when yeah. There's nothing that grabs you like it used to, you know, and I don't know if it's from knowing how a song is constructed or being in the trenches when you're doing all that shit and you know how to get to the end result and you hear this end result and you're like, that took a weekend tops, you know, <laughs> or <laughs> practice. That's all that took. And it's like, fuck, still good, but. Mm, you know, there's a lot of pay to play bands too. Like bands are paying to be on these bills and stuff. So it's, it's a lot of the people, whoever's got the money is getting, I, getting I, on there, you know? I can't stand that shit either, man. Yeah. That is the worst to me. Because it's a real disservice to the genre, to music in general. I mean, why should you... Why are you going to pay to play unless you want to get on a bill with, like, fucking Metallica? Mm -hmm. You're getting on a bill with, with us. You you might gain a couple of fans. You might gain none. You know? And you, might, you might start playing when doors open, too. You might yeah, play for, exactly. like, you might play for like 13 people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think there should be a sliding scale rule like if you open you should pay the least or the, however many heads are there that's how much you should pay a dollar a head or something that's yeah, yeah. to me because you know you know all that pay to play shit is to me it's uh it's laziness mm -hmm. it's the promoter doesn't it have is. enough fucking confidence in his promoting skills or her promoting skills to put a good show together and have the bands come out and what i've noticed from all promoters is there's two kinds in my opinion there's the ones that never have the money and the ones that save money from the successful show before and they always mm -hmm. have your dough as soon as you get there here's your envelope you didn't even play yet and you got an envelope and you're like wait a minute where am i holy right shit, right amazing. and then you get treated accordingly like you're and the talent i guess i can't the latter the latter version is harder to come across when you're doing a full-scale u.s tour at our level oh. you know oh yeah you guys know Fuck yeah it's know. a lot of it's a lot of it's like movies i was just talking at a friend i was talking to a friend the other day and i was there's another remake of something we were talking about and i was like it's it's just like the investors are going like hey what's going to be safe what's like a safe way that we yeah, can make our what is already work yeah yeah what's already worked yeah. in the past so everyone's already going to know the characters and we can just put our money that we're definitely getting our money plus some back we're not taking any risks Yep. it's like let's just go ahead and do like a remake of halloween or something you know or, something or else, even something, you know? or even just um the structure like for example last night i i was like fuck it i'm gonna watch i love you man again with uh paul rudd and yeah, yeah, what's, yeah. That, what's that bigger dude's name jason, <laughs> jason something, something. Jason, yeah. and i'm watching it and it's the same romantic comedy dynamic only it's with two dudes becoming friends versus getting together as a couple like if you took one of those guys out and put a girl in it it's always 
they find each they meet each other it builds up and then some catastrophe happens and they split up but that by the end they're going to be friends or they're going to be you know a couple again you know and live happily ever after they just have to you know they have to build it up take the rug out from underneath it again and then just here here have the rug back (laughs) yeah i love that i know it's like there was a movie i saw i forget what it was called about the asteroid coming and everyone's like denying that it's coming or something was that i don't know it was on armageddon no it was like a newer kind of comedy version i don't know it was like funny slash serious but like uh yeah this is no that's not this is the end but it was like that but at the very end just everyone just dies (laughs) and i was like fuck yeah i like that like a lot of people were just like yeah yeah it's like the very end like the aliens kill like the main person just all shitty and just like walk by and it's over (laughs) and i was like i loved it you know ending where the dog always comes back it's like really the dog (laughs) fucking found his way back give me a fucking break (laughs) (laughs) the dog finds his way back on the the owner's kiss and the credits roll. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's literally how I love you, man. Ends. They're like, he comes, he's like, I can't miss your wedding, bro. I love you, man. I love you, man. Credits. Don't look up. That's what's called. Don't look up. Was it? That was the movie I'm talking about. Oh, shit. Yeah, I've never seen it. Um. All right. So let's uh, get off the movie bullshit and let's uh, – <laughs> get into some malignancy history guys um oh, not just that your history uh specifically danny so My, um, how mm. we uh how we start this off always with all our guests is take us back in time to the earliest memory of in childhood um where you heard a song or a melody or something that that caught your attention mm-hmm. like organically and actually made you pay attention hmm that's a tough one because i'm old <laughs> now we've we talked we've talked to older dudes than you they, yeah, they can conjure it up dude i my data bank is is you know flawed <laughs> <laughs> um let's see i got a couple of corrupt partitions in the brain but i mean i do remember um when i uh so halloween time you know you just you know every kid wants like back then you wanted to be a star wars character you wanted to be this that whatever Mm -hmm. and uh i was a kiss character and i i wanted to be gene simmons but i ended up getting like fucking Peter Chris or something like that and i hated it and it look it was one of those vac form masks with the the plastic apron that looked completely shitty mm-hmm. but my parents gave me a they bought me a kiss guitar which was this plastic thing with plastic strings and i mean i have fond memories of that because my uncle played kiss alive all the time and and i loved it you know and and shit even before that i mean my parent i grew up in a, in a rock and roll house so i'm listening to Jethro Tull and Zeppelin yeah. and Sabbath when I'm, you know, still shit in my diaper for Christ's sakes, you know? So I was always listening to music and always getting into it. And you know how kids are cute and they dance to it. I don't remember if I ever did that. Maybe I took yeah, a yeah. shit listening to Jethro Tull. I don't know. <laughs> I still take a shit listening to Jethro Tull. So nothing's <laughs> changed. Um, but I mean, it's just it's it's very hard for me to pinpoint because there's always been music 
no no matter what it's always been whether it was going to my grandmother's and listening to 50s doo-wop shop stuff or oh, yeah. at home my parents partying you know joints rolling around kind of thing you know? so yeah. it's just it's always been that where music has always been a part of my life and i'm not a musician that's what's funny i mean i should have been i always wanted to play guitar i fucking punked out like a little pussy and then i wanted <laughs> to play drums and i punked out too because a it's too fucking expensive and it's time consuming both of them are very time consuming so then i was just like i hey, fuck it maybe a fucking stupid vocalist <laughs> well let's let, before we get into the vocalist shit so I, we, we do want to hear some details from like that so the you tried with guitar did you play with anybody while you were playing guitar at all no no i um i basically was taking lessons at some catholic school and i was doing acoustic and i really did not want to play acoustic i wanted to learn electric and there wasn't i guess a program available for me to do that so i lost interest pretty quickly i was i mean i had to be like 10 11 years old and i really really wanted to play electric guitar and no it was all acoustic and back then i was stupid i didn't think that this is the basis this is the first step this is what mm -hmm. you do this is what you you know you learn the chords you get your, your fingers tough so that they can handle, you know, these little tiny strings on electric guitar. You know, the, the fucking acoustic is no joke. Hell so I yeah. got blisters and I was like, I don't want to fucking do this. And they were having me read music and it probably was a good curriculum, but I punked out, you know, mm -hmm. in essence, I, I just, I wanted it, but I wanted it almost kind of like how people today just want everything right away. You know, it's just yeah. like immediate yeah. instant gratification. I wanted to put the work in, but I really wanted my instrument, which would have been an electric guitar. Well, mm -hmm. I think like with uh, with a lot of people too with music, and luckily for me as well, like um, I definitely got the guitar to learn a specific song. Like I was mm -hmm. not. I remember sitting down um, with uh, we had a guitar teacher in town, and like my parents like got the money for me and like gave me a lesson. He's like, "All right, here's the major scale, and here's like all these chords and stuff." And I was like, "Fuck!" Like, I didn't want to learn that. You know, I want to learn how to play like pantera or something or slayer or oh yeah like a sepultura or something like that and there was this guy mm -hmm. in town that my friends were telling me about he's like he just teaches you the songs you want to want to know like he just gets a cd puts it in listens to it and just writes these tabs for you those handwritten tabs mm -hmm. and uh but you need that like once you like get the beat and you're playing and then you're playing with a cd you're like or you know whatever you're playing to you're like holy shit this feels amazing and then yeah then you then your intrigue starts and you start going deeper and like why is it written like this and then like if mm -hmm. you start with the like fundamentals first i feel like you're, you're it could fuck up your passion you know like of what or like something a pathway to get you know into it you mm -hmm. know yep yeah i guess uh, I, I can agree with that dude because usually it is like we can see the point a obviously getting the instrument and we can see point b shredding on stage but yeah. the journey between is the the hard road that oh, yeah. you know yeah, i mean with piano same thing i did it for two years and then i like like danny says i punked out dude i fucking stopped doing it dude because mm -hmm. it was just I, I wasn't seeing enough progress to the point where i was i could just wail on the piano you know yeah and, yeah but that is it's the ten thousand hours type deal you know you gotta get the you it gotta is. get you gotta put the work in yeah 
And I, you know, to be honest, I, I might not have what it takes to be a guitarist because I've heard a lot of stories and, and Ron tells me all the time, you know, when he was younger, he was playing on a little keyboard and he was learning melodies and playing Van Halen on piano first. And then, you know, trying to transpose it to guitar. He got very minimal lessons. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know if, if I could take to that that easily at that age. You know what yeah. I mean? Because he's been playing guitar damn near. It's it's oh, probably, what, 40, almost 40 years? I, I don't yeah. want to date him too much, but... I think he started playing around eight, nine years old, something like that, trying to get his his shit together. And he kept the passion he has is like, I don't really know. I only know maybe four of the dudes that are that insanely into it where, holy shit, man. I mean, and just watching them play. It's like, you know, can I pop some popcorn and just fucking watch you jam? <laughs> you know, I want to be like, ooh, ooh, that's a good part. Can we put that somewhere? I mean, we don't even do that anymore. I loved when we used to jam. Oh, man, the fondest memories, not to get off track, but the fondest memories, malig memories for me is when Roger Bajard was in the band playing drums and we would go to his place and him and Ron would toke up get a little nice and then just start jamming and some of the mm-hmm. stuff that came out of out of those sessions was just oh yes i miss that it's one of the best parts of be, being in a well yeah like i'm a vocalist too only so i i know from your yeah. point of view being in the room with with guys that are doing that and 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 catching the wave with them you know yeah, yeah. And, and it totally is the greatest feeling to be in the room where you're like this is being conjured out of thin air right now yeah you know oh yeah dude. and I've, um but like yeah, for me but, wait ahead. real quick sorry i just wanted to yeah, i right. had a point that i wanted to go because yeah. it really is like an individual thing like i i was thinking you know what if ron just was you know only was forced to just take lessons would he have gotten yeah. to that like point learning like, styles yeah he, he actually ch- chose his own path and and yep. followed himself through it and that's what got him through 40 years of oh yeah playing guitar and still loving it you know oh yeah roger's guitar playing is amazing oh sorry did i say ron roger sorry oh no ron roger both of them oh okay okay both of them. i mean roger is in, he one of the one of the um the guests listening just mentioned roger's guitar playing and yes i mean Roger is a fucking amazing guitarist. I mean, he's the guy that I would pop popcorn and watch play, you know, because it's just some yep. of the shit he would come up with is was beyond anything that anybody was doing at the time. Still to yeah. this day, some of the shit that he played back then, I don't fucking hear anybody playing with that precision. A lot of people like to lump him into the mortician mold, but that was just something that he was doing for fun and, and having, a, you know, having a blast doing it. But his his passion was primitive brutality long before that. It was called debauchery, was the name of the band first. And Ron was in that band before he was in malignancy. And dude, we used to jam at Roger's studio. He had a studio mm-hmm. for a year or two in Yonkers, and it was called The Crypt. It was amazing. And that's where we recorded our first demo. And uh one day we go into fucking jam. 
fucking Rogers behind the kit playing drums. I was just about playing to bring that up, dude. Yeah, yeah. As if, as if he fucking he's been playing for a couple of years. He's like, I'm like, what the fuck? I didn't know you played drums. He's like, I've been jamming for like two weeks. I'm like, <laughs> the kidding? one and only time I've seen Mortician live, he was behind the kit, dude. Man, I wish he still played drums, brother, because it. Man, Malig was. Uh, it. I mean, Malig always evolved. Um, regardless, I mean, Mike is an amazing drummer too, but it was just a different aesthetic, and uh, and his his approach to drumming is from a guitar sense, a guitar man- mindset, not a classically trained drummer like Mike. It's it's different, and some of the shit he would come up with is like, again, I still don't hear drummers doing that. You know, yeah. now they try. And I don't know if it comes from them or if it comes from another source, another influence, perhaps maybe Roger influenced them or it's just whatever, man. Lucky. That's what, for me personally, I remember like just playing for fun and then having friends go like, oh, shit, you can play. Well, why don't you come jam with us? Now go jam. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden I'm in playing shows like the first band I was in Taste of Blood. And um, it was like, you know, those members end up being in other big bands and stuff. But uh then it just all of a sudden my name was kind of out there <laughs> and then like and then i'm going to watch these people play and then because my hat's kind of in the arena it's probably not a saying but my hat's i'm, I, I'm like out there you know like i'm yeah. and now it's like and you go watch these other people play it's like oh shit i need to fucking and like that would be my um motivation motivation to like get because i'm like what the fuck they're doing that shit now like that's like yep. a normal place they're doing that now like mm-hmm. i have to really sit there and i remember like because i did take a couple classes and like in college one of the hardest fucking jazz class or t- uh, teachers in the world um the guy from internet uh joe always talks about oh. him but um yeah they're like it's basically just like a fucking hard ass guy and i would it basically would embarrass me once and then i would write out like 10 different variations of what he can ask me so mm-hmm. i'd be ready for it and it and that's kind of the same way once you get embarrassed or like something happens once or you get like destroyed by another band mm-hmm. or by another guitar bass player or whatever then you're like, okay, well, I need to fucking really fucking practice this because if I'm gonna like show this to people or show my playing to people, I want to be like around their level, not just like, all right, well, you're done. All right, let me go up there and just kill you. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't, I didn't like, want to be like that. It's like being on a track and you're 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 in the race. That's the classic saying. Now yeah. you're in the race and mm-hmm. you're being on a track, and then you're 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 catching up with some dudes. Some dudes are taking off, and then all of a sudden you see a guy lap you, and you're just like, oh fuck, dude. Yeah, I need to exactly. fucking pick it up, dude. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that that motivation, like. I mean, I'm sure for like sports and everything too, that pushes people just to be like, all right, well, instead of an hour working it every day, I'm going to do four hours. Yeah. And I'm going to fucking have a regiment because I need to fucking get up to par with this or else this is going to be embarrassing. <laughs> you know? yeah, totally. <laughs> you know? Totally, man. I mean, shit, when we were coming up, it was, uh, I've heard this from many other bands too. It was, it was almost like, uh, kind of like a competition competition but not like a you know nobody was really trying to everybody's trying to outdo each other but not you know step all over your toes yeah Yeah. yo did you see that fucking riff they just did yeah that's how we talk about our scene too dude it was always like a a friendly competition it was yeah it was a collective that everybody was watching what everybody else was doing Mm -hmm. and if somebody comes to the table with a sick new song, you're like, we need to hit the fucking 
yeah uh, you know chalkboard again and fucking exactly. and when, when they got off stage too when they get when that band just crushes you or does whatever on stage you're like fuck yeah jesus yeah. fucking christ what the hell was oh, that yeah. you know what i mean like you're stoked for them but you're also like all right we gotta yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta <laughs> We're going like to five the times a rehearsal week. studio tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. And, but I it's it's that. those time and and the we're you know Maleg and fucking odious. We we're grateful to be a part of a collective like that because there yeah. there's that's not that's a luxury that not a lot of people have throughout you know the world. Or I shouldn't mm-hmm. say not a lot, but it's it's few. It's it's more rare to. Or I'm, I don't even know. Maybe well, I mean, I if, if, if you're, ass, no, I mean, if you're if you're seen as like the bar's kind of low overall with like the best band, this kind of like it's good, mm-hmm. but it's not like anything crazy. Then like then your bar's low maybe, and like you're not like trying to strive for anything crazy. But if you have a band in town that's like, oh, they're touring the world now and they're going and they're like yeah. doing all this crazy shit, then you're like, we gotta fucking get like that. That's what it's we like. Severed's on fucking the Cannibal tour. What the fuck are we yeah. doing right now? Yeah, dude? that was a big one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. I remember when stuff like that happened and I'm like, we're fucking over here. What's going on? What are we doing wrong? Right? Yeah, you know, just it's exactly one of those things, man. It's, it's, it's all about timing too. this, mm-hmm. this scene, every scene timing. Our timing has always been off. I mean, we've been playing weird, stupid shit long before a lot of these bands that are playing weird, stupid shit now. And <laughs> it, the, well, it, it wasn't popular then. Now it's popular and people are recognizing that some bands did it prior but it's still you know it's like uh. a lot of people are taking uh they're taking a lot of influence like it's there's a lot ton of those bands i mean and also too like malignancy to me is not like some underground like small band so i mean in our scene it's not but like <laughs> as far like i mean you're kind of like talking like oh we we fucked up no one knows like everyone knows like fucking yeah. everyone's stoked on you guys and that like that knows about death metal fucking yeah. knows about malignancy but like fuck, i forgot my goddamn train of thought sorry Sick. Next subject. <laughs> no, no. Um, but it is. It, no, the, the point is, is you should still be proud of that because you guys stuck to your guns just like yeah, Odious would do at. too. Uh-huh. It, it's, it, it is, you know, somewhat of a ego, not an egotistical thing, but it's making, I've mentioned it many times, making art for yourself first, dude. And that's, yeah. that's oh, yeah. the basis of it all. Once mm-hmm. you're not making it for yourself anymore, then it's it's different it's it's yeah it you, the the passion to play it's not there anymore and yeah. so no matter what um just playing music that you want to play and sticking to that through a 30-year career i mean i'm not fast forwarding it right now but i'm just saying you guys have been doing it for 30 years yeah. um it's 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 it, it it shouldn't be something that you're like ah oh, dude timing was wrong this this and that and it's just like you should be proud that that yeah, no we are i am yeah you know i don't know what else to do brother i've been in a band longer than i've not been in a band mm-hmm. you know so that's a crazy feeling to say that right i have no fucking idea when when covid happened i've t- i told this story recently when covid happened i was like this is fucking great I don't even have to think about any band stuff at all. I mean, we can't play. Nothing it's like a forced a forced break. Yes, and and I yeah. I liked it. I I yeah. I liked it just because we could kind of catch our breath. And it's not like we fucking we tour the world all the time. We just we don't. Um, we don't tour that often because Ron and I have 
jobs, you know, careers. Music right. is not our career. I know at some sometimes we wish it was, but you know, it, it's difficult. It's difficult to just be in that setting all the time and be a musician. I mean, right now, shit, our new bass player, um, he is a career musician. So oh, Alex, Alex Weber. Alex Weber, yes. Yeah, right. Shout out, Alex. Shout Hell out. yeah, Alex. Wherever you are, motherfucker, love you. He's amazing, and he's just always doing something. And Alex Cohen, our session live drummer guy that hopefully we'll write something with in the future. He, him too. Always, always going on tours, always doing this. So that's his livelihood. That's what he they do. And I understand that. And Mike too. Mike Heller, he's... Dude, he's on tour right now at Raven. So yeah. that's that's their thing. Um, I just didn't want I didn't want that to to be my mainstay. I really wanted to uh wait, I didn't I didn't even see what that's I think said. he meant to oh, say. I was, I'm I just throwing yeah, he's just saying that during COVID he didn't mix a show for 15 months and it fucked him up. Oh shit. Yeah. That happens, dude. It happens. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, you know just him on tour right now it, it's it, it it's tough but it's what he does that's his livelihood and and ron and i we had careers already in place before malignancy got i guess noticed if you will you know yeah i mean there's a lot of these i mean there wasn't like during that generation of you guys starting too i mean now these kids coming up that are insane you know they're starting like i've brought it up a million times they're starting with these crazy bands where they're that yeah. they're getting into you know like necrophages was their first band they got into or something you yeah. know what i mean right and there's so many more bands out there now and there's so such an easy way to contact them that now like in this like newer generation of people that are between you know 21 to like 30 they like they've had that growing up so now they're like oh someone needs someone to play well i'll just go play with them it's like back mm -hmm. in the day probably was there's no i mean you had to put a fucking flyer up and be like hey take a little tab and call me Oh, on yeah, my landline exactly. and leave a message yep. on my my answering machine and, and your mom would answer <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> hello exactly Who? <laughs> <No>. oh, okay <laughs> your old <Yep>. death angel <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah uh, totally yeah. so it's different times you know as far as yeah. like those that, that wasn't really an option like back no. in the day you know to like be a career yeah. musician I think I think young young uh, musicians have it a lot easier nowadays than than we had it coming up because everything is at their disposal. It's a Google yeah. search away, you know. And man, we we used to we had to fight claw, and and just climb our way to find. You know, sometimes it was even hard to find a release. You know what I mean? So, yep. you know, uh, what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, mm -hmm. I. Uh, they they got it easy, and I'll tell them all. Yeah, man. It's here. It's already prepackaged. Here you go. They have it easy, Enjoy. but one thing they don't the one thing they don't have because it's so easy is like that that drive of going to fucking Kinkos and and yeah. and making all the stuff and like and and make because there's like basically like there's no I don't want to say the bar is eh, the I don't know it's basically the the dedication that you're willing to put in is way less now because of technology yeah. and way so like if you don't want to do it like you know back then then you're not going to do it like you have yeah. to like really want to do it you can't just be like put out a good song and be like boom and then it goes viral or something and then like all of a sudden yeah. you're oh where we've skipped all of the flyers and the and the convincing the promoter please let us open the show or you, you've yeah. skipped all of that and now you're just like 
up front, yeah. you know. So that's it's kind of like paying your dues. And a lot of these motherfuckers don't know what it's like paying dues. Yeah. You know, I mean, when we started, we had to play with hardcore bands. And yeah. every band and every member of the bands and every person in that place did not like us at all. And we won them over by the end, you know, and, and then go. we got one song left and they want more. And I'm like, we already played our whole set. You ignored us for eight songs. <laughs> now you want us. How to about we play, play the first one again now that you yeah. guys are paying attention? It's like, <laughs> you know, what can we do? But then, you know, it's even like that now with with the New York crowd is it's like sometimes they're they're tough. And uh, oh, they are with with crowds in general, like you almost have to tell them what to do. Like, all right, here's here's your time to move, or you know, circle. Yep. You got to yell something to them. They're like, "Oh yeah, I'll do that." You know, <laughs> back in the day, it wasn't like that. It was like you were just out to fucking have fun and beat the shit out of each other, but not hurt each other. You know that that's yeah. Thing. It's like a you brother know? to pick each other well, up and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah. Not these these guys that like to throw kicks and and you know then fight afterwards. It's like, come on, guys. It's not kung fu theater. It's fucking yeah it's metal it's 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 a release you want to release you want to do it that way all right cool but don't kick me in the gut brother because right that's one thing that i've always compared death metal to (laughs) hardcore shows which is like the circle pitting Mm -hmm. we we bump we fucking shoulder check each other in the in the in the pit but if somebody goes down everybody stops and you know picks that dude up you know get him out of there man don't let him get stomped on hell no yeah. Right, we're still we're looking out for each other because everybody has this common um, agreement that yeah we're we're out here. It's kind of a therapy session for everybody. Yep. We're getting some aggression out. We're am right. It is therapy. It's yeah. yeah. Yeah, and uh, but we don't want anybody to actually get hurt. Dude. You know what? Actually, really, what like one of my dreams would be because uh, me and Anthony, like one of our best friends, is in uh, Suicide Silence, and every night they do because we grew up with them in the death metal scene. And then he join the the big time and then mm-hmm. um they always, like every show now um they do like all right i want to see like a wall of, or a wall of death or whatever you know like the two things so, like i want to see like a compilation of like failed walls of death where just no one, everyone's like no i don't want to do that <laughs> <laughs> and just like that'd be so good no, like, i still i fail. still want to see the the cephalic carnage wall of death oh now yeah that, brought it up, oh, dude, yeah. I, that so, makes me laugh so hard dude no i know <laughs> leonard murders it dude he's oh, leonard's guys. the norm mcdonald he's a norm mcdonald of fucking being a front man he just <laughs> like i i told real quick he basically just like they were opening for the um Cavalier brothers doing um beneath the remains and arise mm-hmm. and um he basically like so i want to see a wall of death and just like made like 50 rules all quick <laughs> like, yeah just like make it so confusing like people don't know actually <laughs> yeah. what to do they're like wait, all right, go. we do it <laughs> <laughs> everyone's still like what everyone's like looking at each other like all confused and like that's it's like my comedy mixed in with fucking first you gotta do life. 360s <laughs> like seven times and then <laughs> yeah. when i do this you gotta like fucking you gotta fall on the ground yeah. <laughs> like, he was like making such funny fucking shit up oh, uh, is all those man. guys are fucking funny man I, oh I yeah like i mean holy shit uh, our first encounter with them was them and skinless and us were playing on our way to milwaukee one of the milwaukee metal fests i think it was like 2000 and it was our first i don't know if it was their first but we had to play a show and we played a a matinee and then we played a show, I guess, for the adults. I don't know, but it was the same. <laughs> and 
Wow, man, it, it it was great, and and then that was a game changer for us too because we all came up around the same time, and then we're watching these guys do their thing, and we're like, holy shit, these motherfuckers are going insane! Holy shit, they're fucking all over the place. Uh, Zach is fucking, you know, Josh. They're all like going nuts, and we're like, our fucking stage presence sucks to compared to these guys. Hell yeah! And then Skinless too. We were like, what the yeah. fuck, man? These dudes are just crushing, and they're from, you know, New York. I mean, upstate New York, but still, still New York, and still fucking punishing like anybody. And uh, it was amazing. It was amazing to have that show, get introduced, and then now Lifelong Friends. I mean, I, I love both of those bands, you know, as a band and individuals in the bands. It's just, it's, you don't get that shit from every scene. I mean, I don't. I, I don't know anybody in, I don't know, pop music that has, they like, oh yeah, I know Jay-Z, he's super cool, man. We played a show under a bridge one time in Brooklyn. It was amazing. No, I don't think that happened. A lot of these bands are just formulated. Right. And, you know, us in the underground, we just fucking came up together and and then you're like brothers for life. That's, that's you know? really, dude, at my age now, oh. looking back at, you know, the 20 plus years I've been doing this shit. Mm -hmm. those are the most valuable parts of this too is one doing the art for making the art and mm -hmm. loving and, and loving making the art i know we we just mentioned that once the album's out we're fucking over it but yeah. <laughs> that the whole process of making the art and then two is all the friendships that i've i've gained along the way that have stood the test of time throughout the whole thing you know Mm -hmm. Those are the biggest values that I've getting got out of this whole thing. And now, you know, it's built up to us doing the show about all this shit. And we, now we get the privilege to be able to talk about it every Thursday night and reminisce and be nostalgic and all that kind of shit, dude. So, Great. which awesome. speaking of reminiscing, let's go back, dude. Let's go back again because we really right. didn't get into you know um, previous bands. We want to know about high school bands and. And mm -hmm. so you gave up the guitar. You said you wanted to play drums for a little bit. Was that even more short of a time playing well, drums? Well, I, I had a kit in my bedroom. Um, a friend of mine had a kit. I had a Tama kit, double bass kit. And he was like, yeah, dude, take it. You know, I'm not playing it, so fucking take it and, and see see what happens. I fucking jammed on that thing twice. Made a lot of noise. Had no coordination. And then it sat in my bedroom for another six months until he was like, yo, you playing that? And I was like, no, you want it? And he's like, yeah, give it back. And I was like, <laughs> gladly. <laughs> so uh, Malignancy has been my only band. Really? I started Malignancy with with a good, with a friend of mine in high school, uh, two friends of mine in high school, uh, Javier and Kevin. And we were jamming in Kevin's bedroom. You know, he was the drummer. Javier was the guitarist. Was there any previous band names or was it always Malignancy? Uh, Yes, uh, Carcinogen was the name I came up with. Before we, uh, actually, there's one thing, there's one missing piece that I actually want to get into is when did you discover extreme music? Um, was it with these guys? Which guys? The guys that you're talking about that you were playing for the first formation oh, no. of Malignancy. Oh, no, dude. I mean, uh, my introduction to just metal in general was my uncle. He was a huge influence on me and he was always, always going with the times, you know, like, I mean, 
everything. I mean, he brought me to my first cost, uh, my first co um, concert, Twisted Sister and the Rods, you know? So mm -hmm. I'm like, it's 1986 and I'm fucking standing on bleacher arms so I could see, you know, and just watching Twisted Sister do their thing. I mean, it was fucking unreal. But with that, it, you know, scream bloody gore, you know, he fucking, he bought it, put it on. Yeah. And I was like, I like the music, but I hate the vocals. <laughs> Such a yeah. common fucking thing, dude. How weird is that, Joel? Well, because no, I get it. I get you know, it. I mean, I know like you're one of them like too. Singing. You're one. Of, you're one of them too. But I'm just saying that it, it's it not weird. It's just it's it trips me out every time because one, I wanted to mention to I represent for the uncles passing it down. I have my, my my uncle was the one who turned me on to Megadeth, Metallica, Slayer all right. pantera all this shit so it's oh. like it's just a little bit later in life uh but or a little bit later in the in time versus because you were saying what time what what year were you in high school i graduated in 92. okay so okay oh so, yeah so yeah that's like that's when things got serious with oh the, yeah the i mean death metal was already kind of in full swing already um, yeah yeah you no know, and and there was just so many different bands and and it was great yeah, but, I mean, was, you know, 102 episodes into this, it, it just it always, it, well, actually, for, for a vocalist to say it is probably a little more rare. Yeah. You know, that they, they weren't uh, down yeah, with the death metal vocals in the beginning, you know? Well, you know, I mean, I, I come from a thrash background. I, I embraced thrash so much. I loved it. And um, it was it was just such a, a jump. I mean, yeah, we had you know, we had creator and destruction and Sodom and those guys yep. were a little gruff. Sepultura is a little gruff too here and there, but it was nothing like Chuck. And yeah. it took a little bit of time for me to kind of understand that, you know, it was just a little bit more aggressive and fuck it. I mean, there were bands like sacrifice was doing it. It's, there was a, so many bands that were doing it at the same time. It just, the music didn't match like yeah. death so it was uh it was something that was like holy shit this is wild and it took me a little time but then i embraced it and i was like this is fucking great and then it just became a thing and then let's discover some more death metal bands i mean there weren't that many but then all of a sudden it was like holy shit rolodex came out and all these fucking bands started popping up and and it was amazing because it was almost like there was an explosion everywhere in the world you know, at least yep. parts of the world that we were, you know, we could fucking, you know, hear about, you know, in a magazine or something like that. It was just crazy. It was like, holy shit, Sweden has their fucking their take on death metal, you know, and then we got New York style. Then we got California style. We got fucking Chicago style, for Christ's sakes. I mean, there's Texas style. It's just it's great how all these bands just started coming out and you could kind of pick out nuances to what maybe where they were from or where they were coming from as far as from a musical standpoint and influence wise but dude so you're saying you're basically saying that death metal turned into pizza basically <laughs> dude it's so funny that you just said that because then all of a sudden it started going chicago new york and i was like yeah it's exactly it dude mm -hmm. broken yeah, yeah. hope broken hope was definitely that deep dish bro <laughs> oh my god those vocals <laughs> yeah you know I asked this question before too i asked it with uh paul from cannibal i think maybe i asked it wrong but um you're saying chuck was that first time you heard 
that kind of like vocal like aggressive vocal that matched the music yeah. when was the first time you heard like a a growl like a low growl like what, what band like was the first band for that was it mormon angel or well, i don't even think it was them really right no, was it possessed cannibal or cannibal it could have it could have well well napalm had some lower oh, yeah yeah man. yeah Early napalm stuff before um barney yeah it's it's tough man i i don't know i mean shit the first growl could have been cryptic slaughter i don't know you know the first grunt. Yeah. you know oh it's or could have been carnivore it could have been anybody i mean you know it, death metal vocalists refined that monster voice kind of thing you know because that's the only way i can really describe it because you're just trying to sound otherworldly and and you're trying to convey this fuck it's so hilarious how some small dudes you know like i'm not some huge dude and i i have a decent voice i think people have told mm -hmm. me and there's other guys that are fucking just like frank mullen for instance holy shit on effigy and human waste he's just like a buck 25 buck 30 yeah fucking belting out the sickest vocals that ever happened up to that point kind of thing you know and and then now there's there's dudes that are fucking giant and that voice fits their body type <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's crazy man but yeah dude it's uh it's like a corpse grinder versus a jared christensen dude like oh from an archaic yeah yeah happy, happy birthday, birthday by the way happy birthday jared yeah shout out jared dude but yeah he's yeah. he's shorter than me i'm only five seven he's shorter than me and that motherfucker has dude, got a, a well so technically i mean now sure. there's like not to say that this is what he did but now there's like vocal technique and like there's like ways where they're like all right start a oh and like, like start like from there and then like back in the day it was probably just like i'm just gonna no. do like the hardest yeah. thing i can do exactly <laughs> i'm not gonna do like a like yeah. find a low bass and then add the fucking fry on top or something it's like yeah it's just go for no, it like it was just let's fucking let's gargle with gravel and see mm -hmm. what happens <laughs> yeah that's that was my mentality in the beginning too and then later on you figure out oh dude it's supposed to come from your sternum it's actually yeah. not your throat you know no no it's all throat first everybody it's just it's just like anything um how do you do how do you do sternum like i don't even, everyone always says it's, that it's a hard like... thing to explain dude but it's a it's a feeling really that you're actually you you take it from your chest mm -hmm. it, it, but it's how can I really pushing that? on your chest? Are you like flexing your muscles on your chest and pushing? Well, I'm flexing every muscle in my body when I fucking <laughs> let it out, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why you fart on stage all the time, right? <laughs> <laughs> totally, dude. That's what it was great about death metal is nobody's gonna hear my farts, dude. No, no. Just you know, the people in the front will smell them. That's about it. <laughs> you, gotta put, you, gotta put, you gotta put like one of those Britney Spears mics on your asses, mm. <laughs> one of those headsets on your asses, and just like just like, like sneak in like a little like oh dude they farted right now it was that'd be sick, that'd be sick if you because you know how people do like the high and low growl uh thing at the same time just like find a way where you can harmonize your fart and your growl at the same time dude well that would be the be best amazing. vocalist ever <laughs> well to be honest there's already there's already guys doing that now because uh i i don't know i don't know what's going on with with the scene there's a lot of subgenres if you will which yeah. i can't fucking stand that you know i mean 
death metal is death metal all right so you want you know there's grind there's death there's gore yeah then it's just now there's just this fucking laundry list of all these different styles all these different guys doing the shit and i feel that um there's not I don't know if they're not taking it seriously, but there's a lot of vocalists out there that are not writing lyrics. They're just growling patterns. And to me, that mm -hmm. is not. I feel that you're kind of shortchanging motherfuckers. I mean, listen, you can't fucking sing along to a malignancy song. I'm sorry. I know you can't. You just can't. You can try. I don't write the lyrics that way. You know, I'm not looking for choruses and shit like that. <clears throat> but some of these bands they're just making fucking noises and there's no, and then it's the re re gree re shit, which is like, all right, well, wait a minute. Re re gree re. Is that the same fucking vocal for like 700 bands? Like, I don't, I, I hear yeah, that. I'm yeah. like, what is that line? Can I need the fucking death metal <laughs> the dictionary to, yeah. what is that line? Re re gree re. All right. Oh, shit. <laughs> There's four, there's four syllables it might be this line just, right here. just just you know a lot of guys say i'm not a lyricist this that and the other thing and that's okay you know there's other guys in the band that might want to write or i wasn't a lyricist i'm still not i just write what i feel write what you feel convey your message put a message out there whether it's positive or negative whatever you want to do i mean but hey how about stop writing about killing women because it's already been done it's been covered we're mm -hmm. done yeah you yeah Cannibal did that already. So right. they did it all. So do something else. Pick something else out. You know, I, I mean? definitely I stopped writing like that at a, at age 19. I already started seeing like, I don't want to be this gore guy, yeah. you know? Yeah. And I started really just putting myself into the words, you know, mm -hmm. my weird thoughts when I'm too yeah. high at night. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and you end up, you end up having way more fun with it too, you know? Yeah, dude. I mean, I feel, yeah, it's, I, sometimes I just want to, I mean, I remember coming up, we all do listening to music and you hear a song and you read the lyrics, you're, you're reading along and you're like, holy shit. That's about that. That's amazing. Fuck. Yeah. What now? Mm -hmm. You know, all I hear is somebody going. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Can you just stop trying to make noises and just do something? You know, please. Because that's that's what I'm getting sick of right now. Is it's like that's all I hear is these young guys thinking that it's cool to just growl patterns. It's yeah, it might sound cool, but, you know, dude, come on. At the same time, you know, like when we're talking about, you know, bands that we're competing with and doing all that stuff, um, yeah. there's also bands that you see and like, you're like, oh, shit, I want to do like the opposite of what they're doing. You know, like it's like it's tough. it's like but still, that's another form of motivation, though. It's like, yeah, you see a band and, and you see them and you're that's nothing like what I'm trying to do. I would like to do something completely different. And I'm glad they're doing that. So they don't have to be like a competitor in my realm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you know, it's like, do your, do your like fucking fart stuff. It's all good. <laughs> like, oh, well, in, a, in a way, I understand that. I get that. I get that way, that way of thinking. But in, in my mindset, it's like, come on guys, you know, just write some words, write some lyrics, you know, just yeah, don't yeah. Come up with, you know, crazy song titles that either don't make sense or you don't even know what the fucking words are so it's like okay cool you have 10 songs of just song titles and the vocalists yeah. 
improv, imp, it's improv, impro, you know, improvs every show. And it's like, and then you write lyrics. You're like, I'm gonna write lyrics about how this, what this means to me, basically, because you're not matching any of the fucking. The thing. Here's here's a question actually regarding the same thing. So, do you take any inspiration from anything on your lyric writing, such as philosophy or books or poetry? Um, not so, not so much philosophy. Um, I did write a couple of things based on on books, uh, and early on, and then I just started. I mean, maybe I was taking a philo my philosophy on life and just seeing how fucked up things were. And then I was just transposing what I saw or experienced, kind of like what Anthony was saying, into what I wanted to convey, you know. And some of it was gory, but I was always not trying to do it for the gore factor. Just I wrote about I like to write about disease for a while where it was just it's so fucked up that humans have to deal with that kind of shit and there's so yeah. many fucked up diseases out there that are like what the fuck what do i have oh that's great i guess i'm not gonna live you know past this age right. you know, thanks you know thanks life or god or whoever the fuck you, you know yeah. you believe in. and uh you know it was just it was just that you know uh well, i was just gonna say you just made me think of this one crazy uh fact that uh always trips me out which is Malaria has killed more than half of the humans ever. <laughs> what the fuck? More than half of the humans that have ever lived have died from malaria. Jamie. Yes. <laughs> You're the Jamie right now, dude. That's a pretty fucking brutal disease. So how come there's no death metal band called malaria? Right, dude. There should be. There's got to be one somewhere in like Brazil or something. Yeah, they'll know. <laughs> change it to Gorlaria or something silly. Yeah, yeah. yeah no. <laughs> if there's fucking what is it? Aspir if there's aspirin, then there's fucking there's aspirin. Definitely malaria. Brain ass is a fucking oh, brain ass. Brain ass. Dude. Brain <laughs> ass, dude. It's just the it's it's the it's it's just a a, a syn or synonym for butthead, dude. Brain <laughs> ass, Pretty much, dude. yeah. It's a broken language butthead. <laughs> a broken language english jesus yeah it's like, yeah it's like butthead translated from like filipino or something uh-huh oh yeah <laughs> which i i think they are actually uh no they're an indonesian band indonesia out, i think yeah yeah i might yeah. be wrong but i think that's what uh trevor was saying on his episode because he's the one who turned it on to us i know i know fuck Dude, I'd, well, I'd love to to play indonesia uh, it's just the, the fans. It seems like that is the mecca of death metal these days. Uh, dude, I get yep. a I get friend requests from Indonesia every week, dude. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, ignore, no, I, haven't, I barely fucking I don't even look at my friend requests. I think I have like 600 in there. I just, yeah, I tell people, send me an email and then I'll OK you. Because if I didn't if I never met you, yeah, it kind of gets creepy and weird to me that people friend collect, you know, and. And then they want to be friends with my girlfriend. I'm like, you don't even know my girlfriend. And then yeah, like, that's weird. What that's a weird move. move. Really, dude? <laughs> yeah, that's a weird move. No, I've noticed that too. Out there. I tried to like uh, do that for a long time. Be like, all right. like and Probably until the podcast, I was like, I have to have shook your hand or at least talked to you for a while to like to add you. Like, yeah, you know, I, I felt bad. There's all these kids that were like, fuck yeah, Bob, all this stuff. And mm -hmm. I was like, oh, you know, I was and I had like the 600 friend requests. I was like, yeah. You know, and then uh, the podcast started doing its thing, and I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna fucking just—they're yeah, all death metal guides. Just add them. Last you know? okay on everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, like I don't really have three thousand friends. I mean, I might have three thousand people acquaintances real life, but they're not all on Facebook trying to add me. You know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's a, it's a trip. It's kind of a weird situation. But uh, 
Yeah, let's get out of the let's weeds. Get, let's get out of the, the weeds and back I, right here. Timeline I was just thinking, by the way, our new because you know, like you do the what do you, the whatever the Twitch thing you do with it, put the sandals on there. Yeah. I just wrote it down on a notepad. I'm like, when Murray said weeds, I was like, we need to have like a weed leaf with like S, like a apostrophe S. <laughs> yes, <dude. laughs> it's like our next emoji thing, whatever they have on here. Emote or whatever they call. Emote. Them. Yeah. That's right. That's right. But anyways, back to the so. All right, you were so in high school right here? Last time high, you school, high school, yeah. So the band, uh, originally, I came up with the name Carcinogen. That's right. And it was, I didn't have the, the nice ring to it. You know, it was kind of like, eh, it's all right, whatever. We're just, we're jamming in somebody's bedroom. So it's not like we're going to fucking be torn with Sepultura tomorrow or ever. who cares where you know when we started it we weren't didn't even think that we were going to go anywhere it was just like fucking whatever you know but um my uncle to the rescue again he was like how about malignancy and i was like holy shit i fucking like that name dude hell yeah." yeah so you know that was it man it became malignancy and and then uh you know first jam well, as carcinogen was literally 30 years ago in February, this past February was 30 years, you know, it was our Damn. first the anniversary of our first jam. And then, uh, then we just went from there and I still remember that dude's better. <laughs> so you're basically, you're basically, yeah, you're, you're a decade earlier than me. Cause I graduated in Oh two mm-hmm. and and I'm same. coming up on my 20 year anniversary. No, you're past. Oh yeah. No, I'm no, saying actually. for the for carnivorous. Carnivorous oh, yeah, started yeah, yeah. in December of 2002, mm-hmm. and that was my first death metal band. Yeah. Um, I don't really know where I was going with that, but I was just putting those two things together. Where it's just you know one decade later, and we were doing. It's it's so funny how no matter how long like far you go back, you could still find these commonalities in people's upcoming mm-hmm. people upcoming in the scene or in you know their their art and stuff so yep. uncle came uncle came to the rescue name the band we're like oh shit we got a good name now let's fucking jam so how was that first few jam sessions that you guys were doing were you guys playing covers were you guys already starting to try write originals we were just free jamming dude it was uh just whatever i mean our drummer at the time uh was not a death metal guy um he liked napalm death and sepultura that was mm-hmm. really he was uh a, a zeppelin dude a pink floyd dude like he loved rock and metal some metal like metallica you know stuff that everybody liked slayer you know at that time and uh he could you know, he was a good double basis for shit sure man I mean, he fucking was fast but it, it it wasn't a good fit for him, so to speak. So we just we just jam shit. He wanted to write songs, but they were all kind of silly songs. And and we wanted to write stuff that was more serious as far as like, you know, death metal serious, you know, whatever, yeah. whatever you want to call it. I mean, he one of the song titles he wanted to do was uh Guido Biscuits. really dude all right (laughs) and we laughed about it and we were gonna and we jammed guido biscuits but we'd never continue to play it you know it was the first time that i actually sang in front of people and my voice was more in line with i would say 
Van Drunen, you know, like just and and Chuck like higher registers, not not trying to get gruff yet at all. I couldn't. Mm -hmm. It was just not there because I, you know, you, you fucking fuck around when you're listening to shit on your boombox, and and it's like no, you just whatever. You know? Right, right. And then shit starts to happen, you know, and you, you listen to Napalm Death, fucking Harmony Corruption, and you're like, oh, all right, how about grr, you know, and you just let's try to see if I could do this. And then eventually it got to the point where it sounded like I was fucking gargling with gravel or, or fucking <laughs> glass or whatever. You know, I was trying to get that, you know, that and I tried and I'm still trying to this day. You know, it's fucking you said Guido, was it Guido biscuits? Guido biscuits. Yes. What, what What is a Guido biscuit? Just I have no idea. But Guido's <laughs> okay. from where, where yeah. I'm from are just a particular, uh, you know, the Trapanis. Anthony's Anthony's yeah you know I'm a Sicilian so he's giving me a little shit you know just Italian kids that wore gold chains and Cavricci's Cavricci's kind of pants and shit and you know wearing their shirts and they would pick on the metalheads all the time you know so I don't know what the biscuits were all about but um I don't know maybe he had an idea of you know punching out like faces of guidos for biscuits and then you know <laughs> something for dogs. Make, i have no idea <laughs> it makes me think of joey diaz he would call quaaludes gorilla biscuits <laughs> yeah he's a he's a new york guy too so there's something about throwing biscuits at the end of something it, all the time we say we say the dumbest thing <laughs> Dude, my, my dad actually just a random story out and uh saw the chiefs game with him last weekend but um he was just quail he's all dude fuck drugs it's all about quail he's still like to this day he's like quaaludes were the shit like there's nothing <laughs> been close to quaaludes so uh, don't even fucking try to tell him about it and i was like basically it was like they were the sickest like thing that we ever got you know and i was like jesus i don't even know what the fuck and, it I is never... i never even ran out i've never seen one i don't even know what no. it looks like I never, I might, I might have seen them, but I, I never had one. You know, I was too yeah, young. Yeah. And, you know, the, so, the, the crazy shit I ever did was mushrooms, and that was fun. You know, I don't, oh yeah. You know, so I still like mushrooms. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. Hell yeah. I just went You're and saw Roger girl. Waters. I just saw Roger Waters on some mushrooms, and that was, Ooh. yeah, yeah. Oh, I, it's the second time I've seen it. My mom, sorry to call my parents, but my mom, uh, the first time I saw the Us and Them tour, it was like three, four or five years ago. Uh, my mom's like, I have these mushrooms that my friend gave me, and I don't want. And they're like these gnarly gold cap mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, my friend, because she's all like a part of like this kind of trippy like Buddhist community kind of thing. And she's like, I don't, I don't really want to. I don't feel comfortable taking them. And I was like, all right, let me just go yeah. like, fucking oh, yeah. watch fucking comfortably numb while I'm, you know, feeling <laughs> good. Comfortably you know? numb. That's yeah, yeah. Right. Wow. I know. I love it. I love it. The way in the last Roger Waters tour I just saw a few weeks ago, I actually was on mushrooms and I got I got pissed off <laughs> Why? at him because it was so like on the last tour or on the us and them tour, it was like a little politics sprinkled in here and there. This one was all politics the whole yeah. time. We're just like, and I was sitting there just like, and there was a bunch of the he's like bitching about the rich and stuff, and I'm like, I paid four hundred dollars for this ticket. Like, what the fuck are you like? I was like. On mushrooms, like, this is, I know. I was like, you know, you, you kind of see through the bullshit on mushrooms a little bit, and I was like, yeah. why am I sitting here for four hundred dollars when you're you're like the rich people are bad? And I'm like, you're making probably like after the stage show, which is pretty immense, you're probably still making two hundred eighty grand like for this show, yeah, you know, like yeah. like you know, parking yep. 
was expensive fucking drinks for 20 bucks a piece the tickets were 400 like i mean after you pay everyone and stuff you're still making you're still making oh. a fucking stack so i was kind of yeah. like i was like i'm no calling bullshit a little bit make. yeah yeah i know i was like I, I on mushrooms you're like that's that doesn't make sense to me i don't understand what's going on. this is like yeah this is a, i feel the 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 fucking the negative energy coming from this guy and i feel like it's it's all false i don't know it was one of those uh mushroom kind of trips at a show anyways so he's turning into uh, like a grumpy old man dude yeah i mean he's making some good points here and there but like it's like it's like you're sitting there to escape from that you from know life. like i yeah, yeah, you're escaping from the news. You're escaping mm-hmm. from social media, and he's posting like Twitter things on there, like people's comments and things, and and that, and he's posting the news and people getting shot and and like, and he comes out with like a machine gun and he's like doing like a mass shooting, fake mass shooting thing, and I'm just like that. That was like that was actually kind of cool because it was like actually looked kind of real, and I was like that's actually scary, but like I was just constant nothing but political shit you're just like like, you're just like chill dude have a cigar we're gonna go far (laughs) yeah yeah exactly exactly (laughs) but anyways it was a good show you know it was like a cool thing to see but there was on mushrooms like i was too like real for that you know Mm -hmm. i was like no 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 i was like he's all fuck drones there's all these drones with like sheep it was like you guys are sheep with like drones and stuff and i was like why does he have a bunch of drones and he's (laughs) anti-drone i don't know i was like much of those like connections when i was like just tripping a little bit like this is bullshit i think he's full of shit actually i don't know <laughs> but uh no i mean watching his like he's legit dude but anyways i don't want to go off too far in the weeds but um <laughs> back to Malik it's all good <laughs> dude so all right you you guys are just in like jam mode at the time yeah mm-hmm. what so and you said first drummer he was more of a rock drummer all this yeah. but he, he had the double bass down it sounds like you're going to get to a point where you guys wanted to go further than, than he was capable of doing yeah that. yeah i mean we we found a drummer i mean for a little while we were just jamming um because we we had a bass player come in frank really awesome dude and he was a friend of a friend of ours from high school so it was it was the four of us and it was a lot of fun you know we were just still just jamming really trying we were trying to figure out I, the first song i came up with was the the title was feed the dead to the starving because i was like yeah this is how you can we can cure hunger <laughs> by just carving up some dead motherfuckers and passing off fucking human steaks it's good it's good we'll do it it's good right, right. <laughs> fucking, that was my you know high school brain at work Woo, yeah good for yeah. you brother so i fucking we were trying to write that song and and it was i really wasn't getting anywhere as far as i remember and that song never made it anywhere anyway but i think he came up with the idea like ah, eh, this isn't working for me so you know get the fuck out of my bedroom so to speak and and that's cool you know i mean we're still friends with him still love the guy so we ended up going to frank's basement and it was just guitar bass and vocals and no drums and we were just trying to figure it the fuck out and we found a drummer john marzan who joined us he got he was taught by scott lewis from brutal truth which was crazy because he was fucking fast dude like holy shit so fast and added that that level that next level that we need that next level of seriousness and he had been in a band prior called asphyxiation so he knew and he's like dude we got to fucking play shows we got to write songs we got to put out a demo so he really kind of laid the groundwork for malignancy 
to go past just this high school fucking bullshit dream that we were just like, oh, yeah, you know, we're just jamming to say we're in a band, you know. Like we're gonna get fucking girls, yeah, right. <laughs> so you know, many guys. Wrong, wrong style of music. Big <laughs> time, wrong style. It's Especially like what? What? When you think about killing them, they're not gonna want to hang out with you. <laughs> it's like what style of music can I find the most guys fans with? Yeah, let's go to that one. <laughs> Total sausage party. Let's do it. All right. I know. I know. It's that's it's funny, but you know that's, that's where passion brings you. It's like you're not like a lot of those people that start a lot of those bands are getting like reggae or hip hop and stuff. They're like bitches first music set you know yeah like we were like music first music. i just want to get late yeah 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 djs yeah. is like oh dude i wouldn't give a fuck it's like that's my kind of hypothesis for most dudes that dance i'm like it's for women like let's yeah. not let's not fool anyone like you know like if you're gonna go like this and like a club and stuff it's not because like this is sick what i'm doing right now it's like no there's that hot girl over there so i need to do that no dance. there's a couple guys that are like Yo, look at me. I'm fucking awesome right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There is. That's why I said not all. But it's like, it's definitely like a large percentage of people that decide to go dance are like, all right, well. Oh, yeah. They're going to pick up. Yeah, yeah. That's how it is, you know? So that's, it's like, it's almost like a, you know, like in nature. There's, there's like birds that will do like a, a weird yeah. thing to each other and shit. And they'll be like, totally. hey, check out my dance. It's kind of, yep. it's pretty, it's pretty natural, actually. To be yeah, honest. look at my spring flutter. Come on. <laughs> my spring <laughs> flutter. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's how it was, you know. We we never we never covered any songs back then. It was yeah. weird. Um, the first cover I think we ever did was for a show, and we did Maze of Torment. And I I was like, why are we covering a death metal song when we're a death metal band? That makes no sense to me. It never did. And I was like, I don't really want to do it. And I didn't know all the lyrics either, so it was pretty funny. And I think one of our friends came up and sang half of it that I forgot on stage and i just gave him the mic and he was just like doing his thing i was like all right cool but yeah, yeah. that was it i mean and i mean shit we didn't do a real cover until probably when we put out um epilogue because we the seven inch epilogue was a song to kind of wrap up eugenics because eugenics was a story or at least uh -huh. I tried to write a, a story. It's not very cohesive and it doesn't have characters and shit that you could fall in love with or hate or anything like that. But epilogue was kind of like, all right, well, this is the end of the story. And then we didn't have another song. So I was like, yo, why don't we do a cover, man? And for me, one of the first technical death metal bands was Atrocity Hallucinations. That album oh, fucking, was oh, great fucking band and album, dude. Just leaps and bounds before so many other bands right just fucking holy shit dude that came out in right. uh 89 over there and the 90 over here or something right yep. yeah yep. and it, dude fucking amazing and you know I, I was like guys can we you know because they're they didn't come from that school you know ron didn't grow up listening to that mike didn't come you know he didn't grow up listening to that so it was it was more me saying yo let's do it and they were like let's hear the song so played it for them and like, all right, fuck it, let's do it. And we did it and had a lot, I had a lot of fun doing it and, you know, changed my vocal style a little bit so that not so much to match him, but to just have a little bit more fun with it where you can understand what I'm saying. I started getting into wanting my vocal style to be a little bit more understandable and it's gotten a lot better. I mean, the new album, you can actually follow along. So when was oh that's awesome I mean Anthony's the same way he that's why we uh, 
basically when we were playing shows with them, it was like enunciating everything and they could actually listen to the lyrics. Mm -hmm. I've had bands, yeah. I've had bands like that were big bands and stuff in this area go like, oh, are you, you catching the lyrics, what I'm saying? And then there's like, burr, 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 burr. I'm like, no. I'm like looking, no. I'm like, I mean, I'm reading them, but there's nothing mm -hmm. that matches that. Yeah. But uh, when I actually had a question for you, because I know that for me, it was kind of, it was a big deal. I was coming up, I was right out of the, you know, the Slayer, um, kind of the Sepultura, getting into Cannibal Corpse kind of era of my, like, you know, maybe 20 something years ago. Mm -hmm. and like once i saw actually it was from the band that anthony's in now they were the first band that Severed um Savior. Severed Savior. they were like the first band that like that i'd see their shirts at every show i'd see them everywhere oh yeah and i was like you oh, know yeah, and it's like only, yeah only locally in the in the you know when you just fucking severed savior like probably a quarter of the kids had that on and mm -hmm. i was like all right i'm paying more attention and then I went to their website because of that. I would just typed it in like severedsavior.com or something, whatever the fuck it was mm -hmm. back then. And they're like, we're brutal technical death metal. And I was like, mm -hmm. technical. I never heard that thrown in like to a genre name. Yeah. Like, when was the first time that, cause you said, you know, old technical bands, stuff like that. Was that ever, when did that become like a genre to you? Did there, was there like a band or something where that was actually described like that? Well, um, for me, it was when I heard music that was kind of outside of that 4-4 box, you know, yeah, and yeah. it was just shit that was, what the fuck is going on here? Like, I I can comprehend it. I can hear it. My ears work. I love what I'm hearing. Give me more. So, yeah, yeah. you know, it was Atrocity, Atheist, Sepultura, not Sepultura, sorry. Suffocation had their moments, too, back yep. then, where they were just doing shit. We were like... It's pretty fucking technical Hell yeah. from a from a guitarist standpoint or from a drum that's what standpoint. i was gonna say on the on tarrant with terrence is like the most technical aspect of like pierce from within you some of the mm -hmm. well that's cerrito too but oh yeah um yeah he, the technicality of the guitar work and suffocation mm -hmm. is where i would but yeah I, I was i was gonna say that that definitely probably wasn't a label back then like no, uh, joel's no. joel's going to like when's the first time you heard it as a label and back then, it was probably that most bands were just calling themselves death metal because yeah, everybody or was brutal, metal. brutal death metal or yeah, like super brutal. Like even in the metal. beginning, brutal wasn't even <laughs> their thing. Brutal. Probably ultra brutal means <laughs> technical. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, we just—I I don't know—we used to call ourselves death grind because we mm. would grind a lot, and um, but more just on the drums, not so much the guitar to match the grind. You know, the fucking all over the place, fucking crazy chords. And then I don't know. I, don't know. I was like, we're kind of technical death metal, I think. And and this is before it, it got shortened because everything has to get shortened. So it's tech death. Can you just say the syllables technical? It's okay. Nobody's gonna fucking beat you up for just saying technical. So yeah. it became tech death. And for a lot of of those kind of bands, like even now, I mean. I think we're different because we're still heavy. We're still down tuned. We're not. Yeah. You got that New York kind of every yeah. single tiny little fucking minutia note. It's like it gets a little too much. And mm. uh, I, I love, I fucking, yeah, atheist fucking still rules. I fucking, we just, I always say that we're brutal technical or tech, tech. Right. Brutal. No, <laughs> you guys, you guys can definitely got your, moments where you can break it down for sure but you still have this um 
little difference that you guys hey joel this for me thanks <laughs> if you gotta t i can go for myself if you need to go to the bathroom oh so we're all gonna just leave empty chairs <laughs> <laughs> no you know leave all the guys in the chat now when joel gets back you can take off if you need to but um, yeah, i'm all right i can hold it. it it's uh yeah it the breakdowns you're talking about they're still I, i'm re-going through your discography this week and um even in the breakdowns, though, you guys give it a little of that technical spice in a lot of the areas of yeah throughout the catalog. Yeah, because I think we just all right, when we started, man, the last thing I wanted to do was emulate what suffocation, what what groundwork they already laid, what what groundwork cannibal already laid. I was like, dude, the last thing I want to do is just rehash everything that they're already doing, you know, so. That was my thing. I don't want to sound like them. Like our first demo was just whatever, you know, we were cutting our teeth trying to figure out where we were going to go. Mm -hmm. And all, the members were, were limited. They were limited in their, their playability and their influence as far as like, if they could take their influences and channel them in a way where they're just not wearing their influences. Like they're, they could take some sort of, lick or something and and infuse it in a death metal riff so that it makes it sound a little bit different as opposed to just the same old humdrum where everybody just goes back to the leisure of inveracity fucking riff motherfucking right. parents you son of a bitch it's the best riff ever i love it it's, yeah yeah still, love it. Know, it's fucking, still makes me want to punch people and not hurt them <laughs> <laughs> totally dude I, I always say this like suffo's the band the only band that can still get me to pit dude mm -hmm. at 37 <laughs> yeah dude it's uh but no you guys definitely you achieved that in my in my eyes you know Thank um you. you have a very standout sound from most of the new york scene you know and that's why it's always been on my radar. Well, you guys too. I mean, dude, Severed Savior and, and Odious, dude, not for nothing. But I I remember when it was like an explosion. All of a sudden, boom, I'm hearing about you guys. And I'm like, what the fuck are these guys doing over there? All right. And they're rocking it, doing fucking. And then, you know, of course, you had Deeds of Flesh too. Fucking. And they went from trading pieces to path. And fucking mm. holy shit, just buzzing it, loving it, and uh, they laid the groundwork, kind of like how Suffo did for you guys over there, yeah. you know. Like Deeds is our when we talk about Cali death versus New York death and all that. Mm -hmm. Deeds is our Suffo, Suffo, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, man, fucking dude, amazing bunch of guys. I mean, but the same thing. We didn't want to be the next Deeds of Flesh. No, we didn't want to be the next Severed no. or you know and, the next disgorge or and that's you know. what i think a lot of young guys and young bands right now are not really getting it's like you're not gonna be the next suffocation you're not gonna be the next disgorge the next deeds of flesh the next mortician the next anything that you hear yeah carve your own path man you know right. just, come on just try it just you know all right of course your first demo is gonna sound like everything else that's out there right now but you know you have that sense and you're like all right well why don't we go go this way maybe fucking throw some weird shit in there you know i mean why not and just to take it back to lyrics too like with us like everybody was starting to get cosmic and all that shit and we're like no nah, dude let's get yeah. let's get down in the dirt and the fucking mm -hmm. plants and the psychedelics and get all happy yeah. with it you know why not? It, 
of course that's great because that's real life space is theory you mm -hmm. know we don't even know if we're limited in a simulation fucking you know right yeah, right yeah we could be fucking nothing you know we could just be yeah. in a fucking simulation just this fucking... is this alcohol is real right now <clears throat> oh yeah <laughs> mine was too and i finished oh, it i'll go you can go grab another one man yeah Totally, we're about pissing if you need to piss or grab some beer go do it we can we can we can chat if you need to do it all right sure. cool. well yeah. we were chatting me and anthony were chatting while you went to go take a piss yeah <laughs> yeah right that's how we do it yeah why not all right we were gonna <laughs> yeah. all go at the same time we were gonna follow you and just <laughs> we, we all just leave the podcast happy <laughs> <laughs> red roll all right we'll see you guys <laughs> you guys What's need up? anything you need anything <laughs> That'd be sick if you could hand us another beer. Right? Beer I know beer. that's the future. Just like give us, give us like another twenty years. The technology is probably going to happen, dude. Yeah, but you know that would be bad because then people would just be fucking emailing, stuck in shop. their living rooms all day. <laughs> they'd, be just, they'd be like, "Yo, fuck that girl," and then they'd send like a fucking load to them, and then you, you've got mail, and then <laughs> a load to them. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking, like, yeah, somebody. You could actually stick arm blockers and shit blockers. You know, this is the world that we're going to live in. Wow. It's the virtual glory hole, dude, where your dick actually comes out of the computer to get sucked. Nobody would be responsible. That's the problem. We can't handle anything. You know, it would be great. Like, oh yo, can we pass this joint through the camera? And then everybody yeah, yeah. Would and it'd be awesome. Or, you know, no, there would be that portal and my hand would just come through a portal with the joint. And then you could take oh, it. Oh, dude, drive. that would be so sick. Dude. No, there would be glory holes, like you say. Like somebody would take it. <laughs> yes, like, they would take it too far. <laughs> like you come back and like your hands like a fork. You're like, oh shit, yeah. they fucked up. Or somebody fucking put some dog shit in your hand while you fucking trying to pass something or grab a beer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we can't handle nothing. I know, right? We we'll always take advantage, fucking humans. We That's do. why we can't have good things, guys. We I can't, know, right? Oh, no, we can't. Yeah. But this is yeah. a good thing, and I, I'm having a good time. So thank you. Fuck guys. yeah! Cheers, bro. Oh, yeah. We are too, dude. Yeah. Let me, Cheers in a sec. Go, yeah, yeah. go refill. Go reup. Reup. Mm. Go uh, un or go unfill and then refill. Yes, I will. <laughs> yeah. In and out. <laughs> Actually, someone said something I wanted to talk about real quick because they said in the chat, and I don't know if this is true. Um, I thought I put a star next to it, but I'm drunk. But um, that that said, Jamie Josta was bringing back Milwaukee Metal Fest. I heard that that someone just Wait, said that, that again? in the sorry Jamie Josta from Hatebreed was bringing back Milwaukee Metal Fest. That would be sick. It's like I mean, a lot of these fests are popping up and stuff that are actually pretty sick. They're getting like because I mean, there's like a there's like kind of like a a method of how it's going to work nowadays. I know I'm noticing with like fests, like how they're going to be successful. Like Psycho Fest is, dude, Anthony, if you uh, just go for two days or something, it's like how they have Vegas like in, insanely pimped out is crazy with all metal. It's like Every turn's like a it's the little dancing poker chip guy going like, hey, it's Psycho Fest. Well, well, come over here. Like every sign's like all fucking neon lights and shit. And I'm like, this last oh, time you guys went, money? made me. This last time you guys went made me really want to go next year, dude. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he purchased the rights, so he purchased the rights of Milwaukee Metal Fest. Okay, that's sick, dude. And then we should we should uh, follow our death metal dad's uh, uh, suggestion and make a cali death fest dude no yeah yeah no i mean uh i've already talked to mr uh joel haston about it and he's down um do it, at this point what i'm trying to do with santa cruz in this area not i know you guys probably like well, maybe one person from santa cruz is in here but um 
I know that um, he's bringing these shows here. He's like, Alluvial was supposed to come stay at my house, and their fucking van broke down. And it's the only fucking <sighs> so show they missed on the dude. tour, by the way. But um, but yeah, I was anytime there's like a death metal show or anything in Santa Cruz, I'm like, please, like, go out to the show because, like, for me, it's more selfish for me because I don't want to travel to Sacramento and San Jose or San Francisco and stuff to go see shows. Like, I want there to be like a scene in Santa Cruz, but it's so fucking expensive here. That, yeah, you know yeah. i don't you know it's i doubt that will happen but it was pretty decent there's probably 150 people at revocation and uh and uh christian it's like these sick bands and then it's supposed to be alluvial which you know they did, couldn't make it last second but uh, i'm gonna address uh two comments uh yeah. ABO, abiosis official shout out to him i'm drinking topo chico bro or chick if you're a chick and he's called uh, you a chick dude <laughs> and then uh ian Casey's at uh, Shadow Vintent, the Zenith Passage, in Fury down in uh, SoCal. They're playing tonight, so that's where Casey's at. It's a car full of pretty fancy people too, in that in that red. Yeah, dude, that <laughs> was uh, that was a. Uh, I I totally was stoked for Casey because he's he's going down there with Riley McShane, Derek Ridquist, taking him to his own gig, and then yeah. Paul Masvidal, dude. Yeah. That's one relationship that I'm so glad we gained from this. And I've said it many times because I'm just so excited that like Paul's an actual friend, dude. Yeah, it's it's kind of it's kind of the more trippy side of doing this, because for me, it's always been about like hanging out with you guys. And and then like we got some cool guests or something. But um, once the guests started to get more prolific, I was like, oh, shit, you know, like we're actually like knowing these people now. I'm like in my head, it's kind of just this little fantasy land I'm in right now. It's like. I'm in my room right now. This is the same yeah. place where I, where I have to spill my seed if I'm lonely. You know, this is like, <laughs> this is like, this is literally like the, I don't know. This is my room where I worked all. I worked 12 hours in this room today from home. So yeah, it's, yeah. It's it's kind of like not even reality to me sometimes. You know, I'll totally, dude. Just hanging out and just be talking to like some legend. Like what the? So what's going on? What's like? <laughs> what, you guys like you like death metal too? That's fucking sick, dude. <laughs> but uh no it's a trip dude it's a it's a total trip i'm glad we started this yeah for sure dude i'm i'm having so much fun what doing I this yeah i'm glad you started it too <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah we were just talking we we got on a little bit about how you know it's it, it, we're 102 episodes in and we've made That's friends great. with some of the our heroes through doing yeah, this dude. you know and it just it started as an uh a thing where casey joel joseph and i would make it a point to just hang out every week and then we bring on one two three four or five other guys that mm -hmm. we can get in the mix and get their story and all that shit and then yeah. you know things have snowballed to the point where you know we're hanging out with legends and shit it's pretty That's fucking rad, dude yeah man it I hear that. I, I wanted to do that too. Roger and, and I from Mortician, he wa he wanted to do something where we just fucking riff back and forth and bullshit. Dude, I think we, it, did one. we did one. And then, you know, I'm a fucking fake dude. It's <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's the thing too, dude, is consistency. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we got 102 episodes. We've only been doing it for two years. It's fucking killer. Yeah, it's we've only missed a couple, few weeks or whatever. I mean, actually, last week, I feel like you New York guys just... You guys had that ultra, like the charisma. Last week we had, or was it? Did I miss last week? Was I there? Last uh, week? I know you were here last week. Was it, it was last week, week with the Pyrexia guys? Right? Yeah. Oh, nice. Who? who yeah. So Pyrexia, we had Chris, and then yeah, Guy popped on. Yeah. For like the last half. Oh, Guy. Guy yeah. yeah. Guy. 
great. Yeah, because cool. I've toured with them a bunch of times, and I see a guy, mm -hmm. I see a guy in, in the chat named Guy underscore Suffo. Suffo guy. Oh, Suffo guy. <laughs> and I'm like, is that Guy Marche? What's going on, dude? And he's <laughs> like, yeah. And I'm like, let me send you a link. He just came in, was fucking drinking That's his silly. whatever. Yeah, it was rad. It was and watching them just riff off each other because they've known each other for like they were children. Um, oh, yeah. I was like, you Definitely. guys need to fucking do this yourself. I haven't man. laughed. <laughs> I haven't laughed that hard in yeah. a, a while on this show, dude. Chris is a funny motherfucker, dude. Oh, yeah, he is. Uh, he is quite the character. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you watch, uh, I, I don't know if it's a reel or uh, in our director's cut. Uh, there's one part where he's just giving guy shit about being stuck with the name Pyrexia, dude, and it's just so fucking funny. He's like. It's this fucking guy's fault that I fucking gotta have pyrexia for the rest of my life. What, what am I supposed to be, Tupperware? <laughs> yeah, they're just in the Dude. fucking the way they riff off each other with the fucking wittiness and shit. It's mm -hmm. like constantly oh. they're like they're like looking at each other, just trying to make things like a funny thing to say back to each other, like constantly. And I was like, dude, we, me and Anthony are just sitting there crying, yeah. laughing. And I'm like, yeah. you guys need to fucking these New York fuckers like have this like funny ass humor that just is just on it it's like there's no pause it's like fucking striking each other with like friendly yeah. stuff but like yeah I, it's it's killing me it's killing dude me. i was fucking i was drunk last week dude i uh shout out jordan varelli hit me up and he talked about a part of the show where i have no idea what, <laughs> he he was like you guys are talking about taking shits on planes and i was like i have no recollection <laughs> of that part of the conversation dude. <laughs> zero recollection Shits on planes. Well, in the beginning, I mean, we were all nervous. We we're like, "Fuck, we're like doing this thing and stuff," and and we just just you know, oh, a little nervous. Like, I got the I got the recipe for that. Oh, and then yeah. before in the morning, yeah. I'd wake up like I don't even know what fucking happened, dude. <laughs> I'm yeah, like, I'm like, it's probably like embarrassing as fuck. I'm like all nervous, and I'd like I get posted in the morning, and I watch him like, okay, it wasn't as bad as I thought. Okay, and we're all laughing. I'm not I'm not slurring my words because. I can hold a lot of alcohol and not be like, you can't really tell, but you can tell I'm drunk. You can tell with like, me. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, you're smoking a bunch of weed too. So your yeah, eyes go yeah, like this. Yeah. If you didn't do that, you probably couldn't tell. But like for me, I, I kind of hold it together and I'm like, do these little rants like I'm doing right now. And I'm like fucking blacked out. Like I'm like not even understanding what's coming out. Then the next day I'm like, oh shit. I remember this weird look I got from the guest last night. What's going on? <laughs> <to find> that <laughs> one. <laughs> That's all I remember. Not anything I said. But, um, it's great but anyways man. so you guys started in, so recording your first demo was what was it 92 or 93 93 yeah 93 like Mar so, i think march 93 did you know. do it in like was it a home recording did you did you go to a studio it was it was at roger from mortician studio the crypt okay and uh it was like an eight track Tascam is what we recorded on so you know we got the master tape that yeah, was a regular yeah. cassette tape you know <laughs> it's like woo, yes <laughs> and and you know then fucking, you still have that yeah of course hell still yeah have it. high speed dubbed that shit to death <laughs> to yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know and then we did we do that with that one no we did that with ignorance where we uh we had it we put it on a dat and then we sent the dat tape yep. out to a fucking a plant to you know make us 100 200 copies at a clip when we were pushing that demo right back when some, were a thing. some of the younger listeners can you explain a dat to people like what what is a dat going from a tape or not it, even a tape but from recording it's just it's like a, a tiny little tape like this big and it's it's more it's almost like the equivalent of let's say um 
I guess like a a wave compared to an MP3, maybe. I, I don't know because I, I would say that the DAT is is the better quality than if you just sent a regular TDK D90 in the mail to a plant. You know, mm -hmm. you send them a DAT, it is legit pulled right from whatever master tape that you're doing. It's just a smaller version that you can, you know, it might be compressed a little bit, you know, because there's not that much room on it because you're going from a tape like this to this. But, you know, it's it's that, I guess. I could be wrong. Somebody correct me. <laughs> I don't fucking is it know. A ADAT? ADAT is, uh, yeah, is it ADAT? Yeah, it's an ADAT. But ADAT okay. is also um, a rack that fucking... Okay. Uh, that one of one of our guitarists used to use and he had a killer fucking crunch tone with that shit holy shit yeah that's that's crazy like what you guys used to have to, i mean nowadays like i buy this you know 200 like a uh, direct uh di and then i just like plug a guitar into it and then like i could just like record like right now it's like yeah but what you guys had to go through back then and i remember i think it was pyrexia's episode too where he's talking about how much money they were throwing at fucking recording i mean and this is an, a non-inflation era money that he's talking about like ten thousand yeah. dollars or something like which would be like forty fifty thousand dollars nowadays like they were just like all coming together saving their money throwing that much money to go into a studio and mm -hmm. he was saying something along the lines of like burns was like hundred thousand dollars or i don't even know I, I was drunk but um he was saying something about like the like the price he was saying i was like i wanted to oh, contest yeah. it be like is it really that much like back then yeah, we never, we never, <laughs> you can hear that we never paid that much because, yeah, right. And we didn't have that kind of fucking money. I mean, our demos, no, our demos, even our, our first full length on UG was, uh, I don't remember what he gave us. Probably gave us like fucking 500 bucks. I don't even remember, you know, yeah, I mean, yeah. maybe a grand tops. Yeah. You no, know, I, and, and we did it all in house, you know, because Roger from Mortician, he had all the equipment so yeah. we, we were recording with him since day one you know and uh it it's such a bitch even back then doing it on our own because you know you just don't have if you don't have the equipment i mean you have the equipment to record but you might not have the equipment for the playback and mm -hmm. none of our earlier releases were ever mastered you know you know how fucking things are mastered now yeah yep. no intrauterine was not master motivated cross species the first album i think that cross species might have been mastered but i don't think so and it wasn't done by somebody else you know yeah it might have been just run through a free mastering software that that roger got <laughs> and it was yeah. like yeah, whatever i mean no yeah but, everyone talks about like how mastering because i don't know anything about mastering i know what the i know what the the idea is behind it to make it sound good on a on a small system and a big system and make it sound like yeah. good all around but um, like last week we were talking about it, like there's it's such an art to be able to master like that's like almost harder than doing the recording. Like it's like yeah. to get it like it's such a specific art. I'd mm -hmm. love to like watch someone try it because I don't even know what it means still. Oh, yeah. I mean, I know what it means, but I don't know what it means to do it. You know what I mean? No, I know me either, dude. Fuck that. I don't want to be in that room. <laughs> that, that shit must be boring and monotonous and the same fucking song over and over again. And you're like, oh, wait. I got a fucking, I got a pussy hair, this one, you know, and fucking move <laughs> this knob up. And it's like, ah, come on, man. I can't, I can't, by then I've already heard the song 400 times and I just want to put my head through a wall. So I'm like, nah, <laughs> you know, yeah, so the ear fatigue, a lot, a lot yeah. of intestinal fortitude to, 
to be able to mix and master you know because you you got the guy that mixes and then you got the guy that that might master it separately because maybe he's honed the craft better i don't know i yeah, mean our, uh, the guy that's doing our new record he's doing both so dude i gotta say shout out to austin spence real quick his uh comment mm. he wants to he wants to uh, release small answer answering machine tapes with many covers dude i would fucking love that dude <laughs> by <laughs> <laughs> buy one of those old school um uh yeah the like little hand recorders, recorders, the hand tape oh those handheld ones yeah and just so have they're that expensive yeah they're really i'm expensive. sure they are dude yeah, they're, they're vintage now they try to make them and they they fucking suck they have like uh because i looked i have old i have some old answering machine tapes that i held on to and and i wanted to just see what the fuck was on them and yeah yeah dude forget it and i mean the answer machine's gone and and to get the recorder i'm just waiting to find one at a garage sale whenever i happen yeah. to be at a garage sale I'm like oh shit mini recorder yeah. how much five bucks cool here you go you know yeah yeah it works you know what's really unfair is like you know a lot of the we can tell the differences of production from back then to now like really easily mm -hmm. but back yeah. then they were listening on these little shitty fucking headphones those little like ones with the little puffy things on the side going into a going into a cassette player and like if you give them the best sickest recording it wouldn't sound that good right now but like mm -hmm. that's how they got to that's how they started like old school folks had to start with that and that was like what it sounded just sounded like that no matter what even if you had like the sickest like elton john like fanciest re million dollar recording it would be mm -hmm. this I kind of tinny. hated those headphones dude yeah yeah, yeah. Super those little tinny. puffy ones yeah, with no like the, the metal yeah. part, just only yep. like the only metal thing going across. Mm -hmm. So you could like if you sat on them, they're done. Like it's just, oh, they disconnect from the fucking. The it sides felt so and... cool to have them, but at the same time, you're like, ah, oh, it's not giving me the full experience, dude. Yeah. Well, do you do you guys remember when uh, when Walkmans got mega bass and it was like, oh yeah, yeah, dude. yeah. Fucking, you hit the button, all of a sudden, the trebliest <laughs> fucking recording would have bass, and you're like, holy shit, this sounds yep. great. You know, totally yeah, wrong. yeah, it's killing your hearing, of course, because you're it's on 10 and then you make a bass hit, and then it's like, all right, <laughs> it's just farting in your ears, like, like yeah. peaking and shit. And you're just like, uh -huh. dude, the bass, dude, it's actual bass awesome. in my ears, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's crazy because you know, when we hang out now, we we all, yeah, everybody's got their phones and fucking whoever's whoever's DJing, you know, or whoever has their mix on between the streaming platforms or whatever. I still have an iPod. I, I fucking love it because it's all my music and I can find whatever I want because it's what I want. You know, it's there. Mm. But dude, it, it never fails. It, no matter what platform you're on, you're fucking jamming a song and it's like some production of today and it's like fucking sick. You know, like, um, for instance, the last possessed record sounds fucking killer. It's like, holy shit. Blah. And then Testament, the legacy comes on and it sounds <laughs> like it's coming out of somebody's toilet tank from across the street. Like you can't, it's that's like, what I'm saying. The, the that's my point. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's terrible. I wish. Yeah. And that really, that's, it's unfortunate mm -hmm. because those, those albums were on major labels and those major labels don't want to put forth more money to just, give those releases the the remaster treatment that they deserve just to bring up levels that's it just bring the fucking levels up and if they get a little too hot take them down a little bit and then that's it and then everybody's like i fucking i love this album again i could hear it even better i i, I didn't even know that part happened you know and yeah it sucks that's why testament had to re-record fucking 
songs from the first two records because guess what atlantic or whatever fucking shit label they put those albums out didn't want to i don't want to put the money up fuck you man really right yeah, it yeah. Sucks. it's it's a real disservice and they won't even let the releases go that's the thing you know like if testament was like hey give us those okay, masters yeah we'll give you like uh like 20 grand for our back catalog really cool take it no they're like mm, no we'll we'll take 50 grand each release it's like they don't have that kind of money fuck you, you right know? right yeah yeah it's, it sucks it really sucks it's that's why metallica was smart when they fucking bought the, all their shit they're like fuck you we're millionaires give us all our shit back and that's it and then now they could do whatever the fuck they want make it sound worse or make it sound better whatever they it's want it's funny because anytime metal or anytime like a band a big metal band makes it to the the top billboard charts like the black album just jumps back up again <laughs> i've noticed <laughs> that like it like will just start creeping up again all of a sudden it's like in the top 50 it's like the black <laughs> album will just like jump in people are like they go back oh. a little bit like oh metallica i guess i, I guess metal so metal alka i'll go look <laughs> you, know, up that band. <laughs> you know you know it's funny about the black album i don't i bought it on vinyl when it came out and i was super yeah. excited because i did like injustice for all a lot so I, I pulled it out and I was like, all right, it's black. The cover is nothing really to write home about. I'm, I'm There's a snake like, on it. It's mysterious, yeah. though. It's mysterious, yeah. though. It's like, you know. So the insert, the insert was brown. And I was like, <laughs> and then I played it. And I was like, wow, it really is shitty. <laughs> like, you got the two colors of shit, brown and black. Thank you, guys. I really appreciate it. That was my mindset then. I still don't really gravitate towards that record. I think it's like a, a biker dude album, like for some reason. Like I, yeah. I just picture a dude on a Harley fucking with his old lady hugging him, listening to fucking Sandy yeah. or something. You know, that's just that. me. I mean, it's still no, no, it's, it's, no I, I get that. I get, I mean, especially coming from, because for me, that was the first album. I, like my, my brother gave me a fucking uh, a tape and it had mm -hmm. one side was the black album. The mm. other side was a uh, brutal truth and suffocation FG this guy. <laughs> <laughs> because my brother my well because my, my brother was like I was an, I was a child. I was like maybe yeah. in, you know, uh eighth grade, seventh grade, maybe before nice. that. And so he was like trying to be like, all right, this is the one you want you want, mm -hmm. you know, like the, mm -hmm. the one that's on every like if you turn on any radio station in America, like it's playing, you know, like yeah. at one point or another within like one second of each other. It's like ACDC on the radio nowadays. Like there's always ACDC or Queen playing, like always. Oh yeah. But like uh, it was like it was like that back then. So it was like it was definitely like I was hearing it on the radio because that's what I listened to at the time. And mm -hmm. um, he's yep. like, but if you want to get a little weird, <laughs> something you'll never hear on the radio. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh no, it was, it was wicked innocence and suffocation. Those are the two on Whoa. the back. Yeah. All right. My, my brother was like old school death. Like like back in like the you know early 90s, he had like, you know, all the crazy death metal shirts and walk into my mom's office. Like she was like a receptionist at a law office back then. And we're just like a fucking, you know, like a tomb of the mutilated, just with his yeah. like long hair and shit. And like uh -huh. when I was a kid, just going like, what the fuck is that? Because like, it was so <laughs> it was so far from like a, a black snake or you know, a black yeah. album with a snake on it. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> like, totally. like that's or like a maybe like Ed, like Eddie or whatever from from uh Iron Maiden just like Ooh, yeah. scary. It's like a uh -huh. fucking two corpses performing <laughs> on each other <laughs> or one's performing on another corpse. Yeah, I'm like dude. Jesus Christ. Like that oh, was yeah. like I was completely disgusted as a kid and i also had uh my dad my ears a musician too and he was like 
what the fuck is this shit, dude? Uh-huh. Sucks. You know, my ears oh. going, this shit sucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And so I had that. So then I had to like, it took a, it took a lot of steps up, up the ladder to get to that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. To the death metal and actually understand, even saw it and did the whole, a lot of people on this podcast talked about, you know, like when they're on or go see the movies and Ace Ventura and they see Cannibal Corpse. That was the time that changed them. For me, I was like yeah. laughing during that time. I was like, yeah. oh my God, this is like a joke band that they had on. Yeah. For me, <laughs> my dad was like, this shit sucks, dude. Fuck. And like, so like I had that in my head. And then there, I forget, like on a school bus one time, I was listening to an album and, and it just, I was like, I love the growl. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, and it just com- went from there. Like it was making fun of it for years, like mm-hmm. probably from 89 to fucking like 2000 like just this sucks and then i was like this is my favorite style of vocals well because <laughs> you probably started to fall in love with the music and then you realize yeah. there's no other style of vocals that could go over this style yeah. of music and shout out to sean, sean beasley from uh from dying fetus because the reason why actually i got into it and i was actually talking to him about this recently was uh he was in a band called garden of shadows and they're on earache and it was probably 99 2000 they released an album uh, called oracle moon and it's like they had this melodic kind of like at the gatesy kind of thing to it, but they had these these growls that were so sick, and um, mm-hmm. it just brought me to this different realm. And I found out a year ago that Sean was bass on that. <laughs> like, oh, and I'm wow. like, what the? F-? That's why I hit him up. Like, you played bass on that? That's like the album that got me over the vocal thing. That was like it That's for me. Cool. But uh, yeah, that was definitely just need that one album to be like, oh, I get it. It's like mm-hmm. it just, it's like a yeah. aha moment. Then all of a sudden, I can go backwards and be like, oh love all this old morbid you know, DSI, yeah. you, know, you know like yeah. it basically like, just what came I, what what drugs were i at? What, <laughs> what what the fuck is wrong with me <laughs> well i mean when death metal one thing that when i explain to people like i have you know i go on you know hang out with females and stuff and they're like and have to tell them tell them that you're into death metal and stuff so for them it's like they're going to maroon five shows and shit but they're like they're like like okay well it's talented sounding but the vocals i can't get into the one way yeah. I always describe it to him is that, like, once I found out the vocals in death metal were like, it's another instrument, not like a singer. It's not mm-hmm. like a someone going like, ooh, I'm dancing like Mick Jagger with yeah. his like hips moving and shit. Uh-huh. It's like another. It's like a. It's like a human instrument. Yeah. And like once I understood yeah. that, that added to the aggression, and that's the way mm-hmm. I explain it now. It's like it's like a. It's an instrument to me. It's like it's. Yeah. You know. Much. You know. It's got this aggression that may, gives you the chills now once you get it. Mm-hmm. But like oh, yeah. in the beginning, it's like it's shocking. You know, you're yeah. like. And that's yep. what it's there for, you know. Mm-hmm. That's the reason why it started like that. I don't know if to say my whole software upgrade thing right now. Let's <laughs> do it. <laughs> well, it is, dude. Like Danny, <laughs> I'll give it to you, dude, real quick. It's this like soft grade software upgrade that we have to like okay, so you you come across the Metallica that came with a software upgrade for the brain. Mm-hmm. And once you get upgraded there, then you're ready to accept slayer and then slayer gives you that upgrade as well Mm -hmm. and you keep getting these upgrades just like any other computer and you're able now you're down the road and you're able to catch a spawn of possession uh malignancy a decrepit birth and 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 it makes sense because if you don't have those software upgrades before you come across those bands Mm -hmm. you're you can't compute you know yep. what I'm saying? Like it, it can't run that software because yeah. it's the computer's not upgraded yet. Yeah, your version's mm-hmm. not high enough or something. Yeah. So yeah, that's 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 the uh, uh, metaphor or that I always use for you have to go through these steps that we've 
all that's another thing too if we were going to go back to if we're going to be the kids these days guys right now you can fast forward straight to you know spawn a possession mm-hmm. it's it's readily available for you right oh now. yeah but are yeah. is your brain really ready for it when you find it you know yeah yeah i feel i feel that uh a lot of i remember when shit when we were already doing this for let's say 10 years you know like when you guys were coming around you know 2002 time you know i i was like noticing like hmm some of these bands you know their first introduction to death metal is fucking you know cannibal corpse the bleeding or something you know something that's ultra brutal guttural and all this and whatever or even beyond that and i'm like shit where are they coming before that you know like what music did they listen to before that did they just go from hey you know eighth grade i was into fucking whatever poison shitty man well we could say poison or we could say something a little bit closer to that era <laughs> poison was was shitty when i was a kid i mean but i like it for a minute you know and then i was like wait a minute there's better shit than this like to me rat fucking rules and first Fuck yeah uh, second skid roll record is fucking crushing and you know it's like that's good shit you know and motley yeah. Crue, certain albums you know Dude, that like skid row is sick as fuck I, i've listened to that yeah. shit every now and then i'm like that those good that guitar is like heavy as fuck like it's it like it is yeah but i remember when it came out and i was like fuck these guys they suck <laughs> you know yeah yeah because that you know you got the death metal blinders on or the thrash yeah. blinders you're like oh, oh yeah it's only gotta be this you know and we had like personas when we were kids too we like had a style so we like we couldn't like i couldn't like admit that i liked depeche mode if i'm like listening to cannibal corpse you know what i mean and now i'm just like i don't give a fuck what anyone thinks i like Uh, exactly Exactly. (laughs) i can definitely say i don't still to this day (laughs) i do not care for depeche mode at all my My dad actually my dad made me a fuck yeah i fucking go off i'm like turn this off i hate it (laughs) yeah yeah But there's heroin, dog. people I know that love them. And I my my joke to her always is because they're kind of aren't they goth? They're goth, right? It's like pre it's like right. It's like uh, yeah, it's like it's like heroin-y dark like synth stuff. Yeah, like trippy. Like I would say it's like here's my funny thing. For goth as a genre, they failed because it was all about killing yourself, and none of them did. No, because no, I don't think did, I don't think the Pesh have that genre anymore. Depeche mode. I wouldn't say Depeche mode was like that. Depeche mode wasn't like kill yourself. They were like they weren't wearing make like makeup and being like like the cure or something. It was like, like life yeah. about nothing. Yeah, everybody hates. I mean, me. kind of. I mean, I yeah, they're, talking about, they're talking about drugs mostly. It's mostly drugs. Mm-hmm. Just like, well, you know you what? Know. Yeah. It, it was an outlet. It was an outlet for them, and they did their thing. Yeah. And because I, I'm, I always tell her too. I'm like, I'm the asshole. Because they have millions of fans, and what they're really going to be bothered that I don't care for them? They don't give a fuck about me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Millions of people out there that get what they do, and that's great. You know, those assholes. It's like, turn it off. I hate it. (laughs) It's just, you know. Yeah. No, it's just not for you. But oh yeah, respect. It's for somebody else. 
Yeah, like I don't expect I, like I don't expect it, like it's it's like one of those uh you know it's like one of those bands that when I was like I was like hiding it back in the day like fuck I'm not gonna show anyone that I like this <laughs> this is a fucking nightmare to show anyone that I like this you know what I mean so like when you hit when you hit like I think when you hit around 31 32 that you're like I don't give a fuck what you guys no like, like exactly. I'm gonna listen to fucking whatever like my chemical romance whatever, whatever dude I don't that came much fuck. earlier for me fuck. dude because you guys used to always make he did no me. for Anthony actually was like the pioneer of that because we used to go through his iPod back in the day and we would oh, find dude. bands and we we're like we'd like sh- we'd like hand it around to all band members oh. we're like dude he listens to this dude like we'd, <laughs> and then he'd be he'd be like in the gas station or something we'd just be making fun of him behind his back it's like, oh my god, he listens to this. Ugh. He's our singer, Fuck, but I didn't dude. give a fuck, dude. I I know. Know. And now I'm just and now you get it after like you're uh, because yep. it's like you're so insecure back then. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, we were you, you weren't yeah. obviously, no. but uh, like, like we no, were so insecure about like, yeah, you know, just, yeah, yeah. I yeah, took, I, you know, it was a pride for myself to be like, dude, I, I got like 50 different genres of music on my iPod, you know. Mm-hmm yeah yeah i'd have frank sinatra if you shuffled my ipod it would be the fucking most random shit dude oh yeah it'd be frank sinatra going into of course the fucking locust going into discordance (laughs) access fucking aldeniola you know yeah Yeah, Yeah. that's kind of like mine mine is weird too and people get mad because it's like that like fucking something heavy will play and then it's like Jethro Tull and then Frank Sinatra and then fucking video game music or something fucking weird. Yeah. What the fuck is this? I want to hear a lot of Motown. I was especially like New York folks. You made my I ears. See you guys, you got New York folks probably like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> Turn this fucking shit up. Because well, New York, one thing about New York, like just the East Coast in general, is there's like there's this quality control that New York people have with each other. It's like they're not gonna let anyone get away with anything. And no. I think where San Francisco That's kind of me. like failed as they failed, they're really like, Yeah, do whatever you want, it's fine. <laughs> and like, so I mean it's kind of like it's gotten oh, yeah. little, it gets a little people are wearing like all these weird like fucking you costumes. Like, back, cool. And that's better than being fucking high strung and angry all the time. Yeah, you, know yeah, I mean? you guys true. should be angry all the time because you're paying fucking way more in gas legal <laughs> right now, and that's yeah, you up. guys are all on top of each other, dude. Yeah, you guys like <laughs> walk everywhere, right? I'm just kidding. You have to drive to work, but subways well, and stuff. Now where I live in Yonkers, mm. um, you know, you had to drive. You know, mm. I lived on. You know, I was like a fucking hop, skip, and a jump from the ghetto, so. You could fucking walk, but who the fuck wants to walk in the ghetto? So you just get in your car and drive somewhere better to not have to deal with the the ghetto. You know what right, I mean? Right. So, and 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 up here we live in this fucking crazy cool neighborhood that uh is fresh to us. Only lived here five months and uh it's great. Yeah, I mean we fucking one of our buddies from Dehumanized, he lives not far from us. So, you know, he comes and parties and shit and it's great. But uh what you got? Michael? Mike Centrone. I will we'll be seeing him on here soon. Oh shit. Give you guys a little fucking teaser right there. Yeah. Oh, dude, nice. Yeah, yeah. He's he's got a new book coming out too. That's that's one of the reasons why we're having him on. All right, cool. That's yeah. good. He's he's a great dude. He's uh I knew him when he was in through the discipline before he was in dehumanized, and uh we played a couple shows together, or I was at shows. I don't really remember if we played together. But uh, I didn't know him that well. And uh, once he joined Dehumanized and then we, we did our European tour, that's when him and I really got to know each other. And uh, stand-up guy, great dude, fucking the kind of guy you want on tour. You know, he's the 
the level-headed, cool dude that you just hang out and have a good time with, and you don't need. Sounds to like he'll be. Time. Sounds like he'll be a good guest, dude. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, he's he's a smart cookie too. Nice, dude. Well, yeah. If you fucking write a book, you gotta have some smarts up in that dome. Let's hope so. Well, there's a lot of people that write things and do things. That, <laughs> yeah, I guess there is. <laughs> there's a bunch of bullshit books out there, dude, for yeah. sure. Yeah, <laughs> That's not. A, I should not say that. I'll take that statement back, dude. <laughs> I mean, anybody can write a book, I guess, right? Well, but you know, no, you know, that's what not not get it published. I mean, they probably will get published. You know, if well, you look, don't, at, look at all these fucking. I don't know, didn't fucking well, Tommy Lee write a book or something stupid like oh, that? Oh yeah, yeah. Know. Oh no, he he wrote he wrote a book. Like, yeah, he he probably like did like a bunch of like voice things, and the guy like had to yeah, listen to it and like write it all out it <laughs> for him to make it yeah, better. Yeah. Yeah, put the commas I wouldn't, in the right I wouldn't place. say necessarily being published makes your book good or not, though, either. You know, no, because you can be DIY. You can publish on fucking Amazon, no problem. You can publish mm-hmm. it digitally immediately. So yeah, it's cool. crazy. Yeah, yeah, this that's, is a different world. You know, yeah, you it's, kind of, it's like music. Thing. It's like music. Yeah, yeah, just like music. You you know, we had. I wish we got signed. Like like right when fucking stupid roadrunner decided that death metal wasn't the end thing anymore that's when we were starting to write our better material and we wanted to get signed to roadrunner that was a dream or earache or nuclear blast and all those fucking labels were just like who Century media yeah. were like who the fuck are you fuck you you're not on oh you don't have how many people do you have uh i don't know coming to your shows and how many units did you move what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How about it's no, not that's music, what, uh, but there, it's it's there's a business a, there's a, too. A, but... There's a really cool video by uh, Frank Zappa. It's an interview from him, and he said he was kind of talking about that too. He was like, the instant, the basically when music died was when they hired all these hipsters. Like, oh, I'm going to sell you the most units, and it became less more about that and less about taking chances on new styles of music and new things that could possible yeah. i mean it's like it's like what i was talking about with the remakes of movies it's like people are like oh this is like comfortable with people and this is like big so we'll stick with this but yep. back in the he said in like the 60s 70s they were like signing music that was fucking weird as fuck that like because yep. they wanted to be to find the next thing and find like something yeah. unique and cool now it's like what will pay the most for sure like mm-hmm. now that people people like want to keep their jobs like they want to be at the top of their shit and they want to like they don't want to take risks like risks are like no. a nightmare for them you know it's like oh, yeah. you don't know if it's going to hit or miss with risk because nowadays it's so level playing field with like what what they know sells and they have mm-hmm. numbers and metrics for every little thing so it's yeah. like do you want to do that and make make your investors money or do you want to like take this risk and get fired probably and then like and go <laughs> down so it's like that's basically yeah. what those people have to do, deal with too so i'm like to kind of defend them it's like the big wigs are like we want money, dude. Like, of course, give us the well, it's money. It's yeah, yeah, business. yeah. Music, record labels, it should be defined as a business. It's not really for the music and about the music and about the artists. It never no. really about it, it. You know, where it used to be, we want to bring our music to the fans and we want to acquire more fans and and then the fans become friends and all that stuff. You know, that whole circle that that makes it all worth it. You know, like when yep. you go to another country and you have somebody that barely speaks english but the things they say to you move you because they're like yo i grew up listening to this record and it meant the world to me and i started a band because of it and here it is here you go i want you to have this and it's like holy shit really 
yo, you're my biggest influence. Like, you know, I've gotten that a couple times and it felt amazing, you know, like, yeah. holy shit, like I met my influences and, and they asked me where, where to get Coke. So I was like, that was, that was the extent of it. I was like, thanks a lot, dude. You me know? too. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> you know, the Coke is fucking, I don't know. Cause I don't do Coke. Thanks a lot, brother. I'm, I'm just telling you how much I fucking like what you did and how you influenced me and that's your payback. We used to Coke. Thanks brother. <laughs> it's like, oh man joel check your text you can't even fucking write this shit you know it's like what the fuck yeah oh i know it's fucking banana town with like i don't know it's just the way the music it's it's such a flooded scene now and there's so many like we're talking about technical death metal i was just thinking about that when we were just talking about this like it's like technical like like existing in thank you for saying technical death metal dude (laughs) yes tech death has to be banned (laughs) <laughs> yeah no i well, it's, it's become kind of a like i feel like uh it's kind of when uh, let's think about like a newer generation it's like there's these bands coming out like we're not deathcore we're uh death metal it's like yeah. they were like deathcore was like a cuss word back they're like yeah. we're not deathcore we're uh blah 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 mm-hmm. so like it's like yeah. now tech death has become a cuss word too it's like oh you guys are just another tech death band well okay. yeah well you know i can move on i mean basically what they're saying is like i've never played guitar i don't know music yeah. at all like exactly. I would like to just sit with the slams. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> that's basically what they're saying. That's that's Dude, what I hear. You know, everybody just loves to bop their head at a show. You know, that's yeah. it. And and a lot of there's so many bands that do it right and and uh rehash it, of course. Uh and and, and a lot of people they go to a show, they pay, they wanna they wanna get into it. They don't wanna be fucking mesmerized by this onslaught of fucking out of left field weird music you know they can't they're not registering they're too busy fucking working on their budweiser you know they're like what what are you <laughs> what are they do? i'm going to the bar fuck this band you know and yeah. it's like that i mean we've always been a musician's band like every time yeah. we play with bands us too those are the people that appreciate what we do more the musicians because they know what goes into it and they're like oh my god dude i can't fucking how do you guys you know it's just like yeah like the amount of demos we would get like on tour and stuff because we had so many bands watching us like the yeah. local bands watching us it would mm-hmm. just be stacks of demos because oh yeah they were all musicians there and they were all like fuck like mm-hmm. first can you guys play this live first and then second here's my demo <laughs> like, yeah you yeah. know what i mean and it's then like they want to two things, brain, which is great. How yeah, cool! Yeah. How cool is? Let's talk about that for a second. How cool is it when you're on tour and then you get to a city, and the local opener actually makes you pay attention? You're like, oh shit, we got a fucking, yeah. we yeah. got a serious situation going on tonight. Like, guys. I, don't drink before the show. We got to fucking make sure we're just as good as these motherfuckers. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, yeah. dude. Few and far between, but that, that has happened. It has happened, and it actually makes you really excited, and and oh, yeah. it rejuvenates the whole reason why we've been doing this. You know, yeah. you're like, oh, here's the next generation, uh-huh. and yeah. and yes, we there's still hope for the underground mm-hmm. with bands like these, dude. Like I, I we, I've just sent a, a picture to these guys last night because I've been going through my garage. I'm moving out of this place, and uh, I found a demo of the band that I famously talk about all the time they're called embalmed and Mm -hmm. i just talked about it on the last episode but i'm bringing it up again because i i uh i think it was in portland or something they opened up for us and i was drunk on stage like give it up for embalmer guys and (laughs) and and 
<laughs> and, and so I fucked up. That's my classic thing. I it's always been an inside joke for like twenty years. It's been a, a, the longest fucking. Well, there was like a, there was a, there was a audio recording of you. You're all, you're all give it up for embalmer, dude. <laughs> I know. And, and like and like and people I, were like kind of like a slow clap. They know embalmed, embalmed. <laughs> <laughs> and sorry for the dudes who heard it last week and they got to hear it yeah, again. Yeah. But it, but what the reason why I'm bringing it up is because I found a box of CDs that I didn't there it was all stuffed in the back of the garage and shit and i opened it up and what was on top was fucking embalms fucking demo dude and it just says myspace.com slash embalmed yeah or yeah. song demo and i listened to it today and i'm like oh dude these guys fucking rip they really do rip dude yeah there's a lot of deeds of flesh influence in it mm -hmm. a little bit of uh new metal in there too but what well, i think i think if I'm not mistaken. The guy played um, traditional uh, on drums, meaning, oh yeah. Or I, I don't know if that's traditional, but like that side is, hand. Yeah. And mm -hmm. so he would blast side hand, and you're like, whoa, that's dude, that's, that's something different. You don't always mm -hmm. see in the no. death metal community, you know? Not at all. Blasting no. side like that, but mm -hmm. I guess it's still all wrist technique. It yeah. really is all on the wrist when you're playing like that, but. Mm -hmm. Well, one thing we always made a point to do, and when I was in Decrepit, was um, because we had a we had a, a a guy from another big band had this thing he was doing, and it was uh, we called it uh, he called it Roadside Records. <laughs> so, but I got bands signed. I got bands signed with this like this. But we would listen to every demo. We'd have like a twelve hour drive. We're listening to everything that people give us. Like that's the first thing that we're doing. Which mm -hmm. most bands are like, sick dude, sick demo, dude, it's gonna be sick. Like you know, and they mm -hmm. never listen to it. Yeah. Uh, and we were doing that in the beginning because we were like, there's too many CDs to listen to. We want to listen to what we, we want to listen to and yeah. drive for fucking nine hours. You know, we don't want to yeah. like yeah. listen yeah. to yeah. things that we're not like if whoever the driver is, whoever the driver is, we want to make sure he's happy and having a good time. Yeah. But um, the fucking the point behind it was like, so if you got signed to road Rider, roadside records, that means we just threw it out. The... <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> but we would listen to it. But we listen to it though and be like, give them a fucking chance, dude. You know, yeah, like, yeah. you know, we have this, you know, a lot of them, some of them are just two kids in their room. It's like, it's like you can't even hear anything going on. We're like, all right, well, you know. Yep. But then there's some bands who are like, what the fuck is this? Like, this yep. is insane. Yeah. And it would be like, oh, yeah. hey, Eric, Eric Lindmark, check this out. Or something, mm -hmm. you know, I'd be like, just like yep. throw it to like, I'd throw it to labels and shit. Like, we'd be like trying to help them out. But yeah. um, we would made a point to listen to every fucking single one. And uh, it, it sounds kind of rude, but it was fun because we were like, Let's sign them. Remember, it sucked. Like we're, we're not saying any names, so nobody actually knows which one. <laughs> yeah, we'll exactly. got signed. Well, signing, signing him was throwing it out the window. It was when we when Roadside Records signed him, it's like Roadside Records signed him. <laughs> Just like right there. And uh, yeah, but another then, contract. Yeah, yep. but it was like a fun thing when all the whole band was engaged. We're all like, we're mm -hmm. all like sitting there like doing this. I'm like, all right, give them a chance. You know, like yeah, and that was like nowadays. This is the engagement. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So let me yeah, upload. Let me which, upload it to. I mean, I'm not. Doing, I'm not gonna. Uh, fa I, well, I am gonna fast forward it real quick because the cover art for the newest EP that you guys put out. It. it oh, I forget. the future. Yeah, dude, that is totally. I'm like, <laughs> oh yeah, I know exactly future. the message they're getting across with this artwork. Dude. <laughs> well, that <laughs> was. Um, that's the the kind of like the the preview to the new record because the new record is is all that you know it's all about social media and and it's just taking it to a, a, a higher level because 
you know, Joel, real quick before you go on joel yeah. can you pull up this artwork for people to see it's yeah. a malignant future ep dude it is it's funny and it's deep and it's truthful that's what i i will you know say cool about that artwork is the artist steven somers he fucking he came up with that art and he came up with the title because i was wow. like i sent him lyrics and he's like, hmm, I don't know how I can actually convey that. And I think I said, you know, I want it to be kind of in the future, you know, after eugenics kind of thing. And uh, and then he was just like, all right, cool. Let me let me figure this out. <laughs> this is the future, guys. <laughs> yeah. Yep. You're a fat guy on a fucking. That's uh, me every a, morning, a dude. Wheel. Can we stop <laughs> this? No, he literally made me feel like a piece of shit because I'm like, that's exactly what I look like when I'm taking a shit, dude. <laughs> it's perfect, you know, and and it's just going to get worse. It, I, yeah, I mean, yeah. I see people walking across the street without even looking and their fucking phone face just buried. And right. it's like, yo, oh, yeah. you want to get run over by a truck because you're fucking, because things are too important? They're not important. There's nothing more important than your life really if you if it boils down to it you know I, I you get in front of people or you're behind somebody actually that is slow because they're too busy looking at their fucking crotch you know at whatever it's like so it's speaking of the, the looking at your phone like constantly i got a guy that's looking at his phone right now his name is diego sanchez oh <laughs> shit what up, how you doing <laughs> Good, good. Hey, man, if I don't see you overseas, I see you on the broadcast. Why? Yo, I'll, I'll see you fucking in January. You better come out. Yes, man, for sure. All right. Uh, uh, coastline, baby. <laughs> hey, Anthony, doctor, um, beheaded and malignancy, like when Discord goes on tour, mm -hmm. those two bands, randomly, we would just run into Oh yeah, I like, a, I like I like a festival somewhere. We're like, oh shit, here we go, fucking, yep. you know, been five years, whatever years, but we always land up on a fucking fest together, man. It's super rad. As a, uh, I think that you were coming on tonight, man, and I was like, you know what, I gotta, I gotta make a fucking, you know, hit up my voice and see if I can tag on and be like, what up, you know, give me some love, bro. <laughs> I appreciate it. Yeah. What up, what up, Wiz? What are you doing, dude? Fucking chilling with this. Behemoth. I don't know if you can see it, but uh, <laughs> oh, that is a fucking behemoth. Dude. <laughs> driving around with that thing, Jesus. Wait, man, when the babies are asleep, you get the fucking beamers, you know? <laughs> oh yeah. Hey, uh, Danny. Yo. So your album cover reminded me of Confucius says, "Man who stands on toilet is high on pot." <laughs> All right. Well, you know what Confucius I know? Man who's in bed with itchy ass wakes up with stinky fingers. Yeah. <laughs> and, and eventually a pink eye if he doesn't wash his finger off. Ooh. You're rubbing the crusties out of your eyes in the morning when you wake up, dude. And you're like, oh, shit. Oh, my God. Yeah. Ass all night, dude. Oh yeah, dude. You guys gonna be playing a lot of stuff promoting the, the new EP? Oh no, no, this EP's old. We have a brand oh. new 10 song album coming out. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. What's up with that? So we'll be we'll be uh we'll be in your neck of the woods in January with another band. That's what you're saying, dude. So, oh hell yeah. Yeah. Is San Diego or like LA or Santa? I don't know yet, but um it's California. Defi definitely California somewhere. I'm hoping <laughs> it's in your area for sure. Yeah, man. I know awesome. LA's probably one of the stops. You know, right. hopefully we might hit we might go up to Portland. I'm not sure. I don't know if it's just Cali, straight down to Texas and back. I didn't get the the, the routing yet, but you know what uh, sucks for people in San Diego is like when like the people like cause you don't understand the mass that is fucking LA and San Diego. Like that's like a three hour fucking that's like oh, a yeah. huge mass. People are like fuck yeah, dude. We're playing in, in LA and to San Diego, San Diego, dude. They're like, fuck, dude. That's yeah, like, yeah. That's it's, like it's like three hours, dude. That's yeah, cool. <laughs> it's like us driving from you know New York to Albany, New York. You know, I mean, it's only two and a yeah. half hours, but it's still like that's you know, about the same. Up there, you know, or we got to drive to Buffalo. And most, yeah, yeah, you're like, it's, it's like, New no. York, it's New yeah. York, but it's it's still a fucking like um, a lot of the eastern coast states, it's like. That's multiple states normally, yeah, like going through a, like you know that big, drive. It's a big shitty state for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what we do, we did uh, we did New York City, we did Rochester and Saratoga Springs. Yo, uh, Rochester's yeah, yeah. a five-hour drive from fucking regular New York City, so you yeah. Can, so maybe it was New York City, then Saratoga Springs, then Rochester. Is that like that, that sound right? Because we yeah, were going Saratoga up to Canada. <laughs> Yeah, Saratoga is a little past uh, Albany, and then Rochester is just like, whoo. Yeah, that's okay. so you know what it boils down to. Was who, was, who who was booking the tour? <laughs> That'll determine if you're, if you're zigzagging or not, or if it's a straight shot. Oh, yeah, dude. Dude booking the tour is a good dude, and he knows what's up. So he's that's good. It's good. It's good. Give us fucking nine hour drives and shit. I think they're going to be decent drives you know i mean four or five hours is nothing you know these yeah. you got you got a bunch of guys that could drive that's good yeah oh yeah but you know diego your fucking eyes are almost closed I don't, <laughs> <they're> always, <laughs> that's what's up it's only because I'm, I'm always smiling bro you know you always <laughs> jesus christ you i know you're <laughs> tommy chung always he's the op he's the opposite right? of Opposite of like an East Coast dude. Yeah, well, when you, when you wake up at five in the morning to swing the hammer at seven, and then you're fucking still up at nine thirty chilling with your boys. <laughs> Little bonus track right there too, you know. I hear that. That's what's up, dude. That, now, yeah. Diego's always been the quintessential like Cali death dude, like representing it all, dude. Oh, yeah. Yeah. just smoke oh, Halloween, yeah. and play fucking brutal riffs, dude, and work fucking yeah. ass off too. You know, yeah. he's, you know, his counterpart is like, it's like Terrence Hobbs we got in New York, and then we got fucking Diego and Cali. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Both stone, yeah. both always smiling. You yeah. know, it's just the same shit. It's great. Hey, yeah. that's fucking love right there, Danny. Thank you, man. Oh, oh yeah. yeah dude. Always. Fuck yeah, dude. That's yep. what's up. Okay. Hey, hey, what part of uh, uh, the Bronx is, was the, was Castle Heights in the Bronx? Queens, Queens. Okay, Brooklyn, Queens. Okay. Yeah. I was talking to some East Coast dude, and I was like, oh, Castle Heights. Ah, and I tried going on Google or something, finding out where it was, and you know, I was just some San Diego guy trying to talk to a New Yorker. Like he's all, yeah, you know, you have no idea how big that motherfucker <laughs> is, and this and that. And I was like, no, but I'm telling you, I got like all kinds of boys out there you don't even know. 
Yeah, Castle <laughs> closed years ago. So um, we're actually playing a show next month in Brooklyn to commemorate Castle Heights. No but, way. Yeah, yeah. We're headlining with uh, some other cool bands from the area. And uh, I just want to get some heads out there. Like, you know, That's cool. excuse me, the, the heads, the heads. Oh, uh, the, the, heads. The, the Lucky 13 is fucking the venue. Oh. They're, okay. they're, it's a good venue, too. That's recent. You know, they just started doing shows, I would say, five years ago. I might be wrong, but around yeah. there. But they're oh, yeah. like one of the better clubs or the clubs that actually, you know, just opened and stuck around, you know. Because right. so many clubs have closed because of COVID and, and just yeah. rent going up. And, you know, you know, these fucking landlords, you can't pay because they're like, oh, yeah. You want to stay here for another five years? We're going to raise your rent fucking a grand. And then, you know, mm-hmm. this is like a small club like Castle Heights. That's why they got kicked out. Because, oh, no. you know, they, they can't have Latin night every night. You know, it's just yeah. Like, and yeah. that's the night that brings the money. So, you know, they do it once or twice a week. And then they got metal and rock and all this. And not every motherfucker comes out. You know how it I got is. an idea. How about this? We do a, a tour. It's a uh, Disgorge. Malign- malignancy and defeated sanity in fucking Indonesia. Fucking Ooh, could you imagine? That would be fucking bananas. It would Dude, be if you if you take the Chez off of Sanchez, you got Diego San. He's living in San Diego, dude. I just yeah. put that together right there, dude. There uh, yeah, dude. And after I smoke, I'm like Asian, so Cho Sancho. <laughs> oh shit, motherfucker. <laughs> No, that would be a brute. That would brutalize Indonesia, dude. That that's like the. Qu- oh, yeah. I already said that word. That's like the pure tour for Indonesia, right there, dude. Oh yeah, yeah. that'd be mean. And, yeah. yeah, and well, then you got to have devourment too. Well, dude, just I mean, also with yeah, because there's, there's weirdness to all three of those bands. You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah, like, if we're, we're gonna talk about abstract and weirdness, you guys mm-hmm. all have your own little. Mm-hmm. Um, flair that is your like weirdness oh, yeah man. i wouldn't say little though you know well disgorge is definitely weird dude and and yeah. defeated especially with that newer album what is that one called i forget what it's called the newest one know. that defeated just put out i forget what it's called I can't keep up some, with it. it's got some fucking really trippy fucking abstract experimental oh, yeah. shit that they're doing well, dude. it's crazy and he's a fucking crazy writer and uh mm-hmm. i know he does He's guitarist too, which I didn't know for many years. I didn't know that, and uh, he's very talented. He's a good dude. And uh, uh, have you I, ever have you ever gone back into Wolfgang's past and listened to the jazz shit that he was doing back in the day? No. I so never heard a, any of that stuff. So I mean, check this out, guys. If you ever want to see what Wolfgang Lilla's dad was doing bef- way before fucking Lilla was even born. Mm-hmm. Oh shit! Uh, it's uh, he was in a jazz band or like a prog proggy jazz band called a. Uh, I can't even pronounce it. Era or area a e r a, areola. Era, I guess. A e r a, the European version of. Send us links. I will. And he he was the drummer of the band. And and when you listen oh, to Wolfgang play, you're you're like, oh, dude, 
of course yeah. he's gonna spawn a Lilla, mm-hmm. dude. You know, yeah. Yeah, I never even knew he played drums. Uh, Lilla always told me that his I knew his dad played multiple instruments and they jammed out together. But I thought yeah. it was guitar. I never knew that Wolfgang jammed the drums too. And I I, I was lucky to find uh, uh there was a double album of that band on Discogs. I got it for like eight bucks, dude. I think That's he's cool. only on one of the albums, but. It, well, it really is trip to listen to this and be like, yo, this is what this guy was doing mm-hmm. back in the eighties. And then he, you know, progressed yeah. and moved into being one of the most intricate fucking brutal death metal shredders yeah. on the fucking planet. dude. Yeah. Well, yeah. What's crazy dude is when, when defeated played New York, uh, Wolfgang played and it was crazy. I was like, yeah. That dude's older than those guys, but uh, cool. And then I found out it was it was Lila's dad. And yeah. years later, Lila told me a cool story about his introduction to Malig. Uh, we played Fuck the Commerce in, I think, 2002 in Germany. Yeah. And, and it was with Godless Truth and shit. Yeah. And, uh, and we're doing our thing. And him and his dad are there watching us. And they were like... They didn't like us. First song. <laughs> Second song. Eh, a little bit better. Then third song, like, what the fuck are those guys doing? Yeah. Right, let's let's just hang out. So then they watched, and then at the end of our set, it was either Fuck the Commerce or Brutal Assault. I don't remember which one. I, I might get, because those are the two bigger fests that we played at that time. And uh, holy shit, he's like, yeah, dude. We fucking came up to your table after and bought Motivated by Hunger and shit and fucking bought shirts. And and I was like, yeah. wow, that's great. And then here we are now we're jamming fucking together side by side. And he's mm-hmm. older. And shit, dude, every time we've been to Germany, we crashed at his place a couple times. I mean, he's just, those, all those guys, you know, past and present yeah. members, always been stand up. Yeah. yeah. Diego, tur- turn your phone sideways. You got people in the chat saying, you're not they want to see your, they want to see the wizard's face. There you go. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. And you guys you guys know how Wolfgang started playing death metal, right? No, let's hear it. Well, I mean we probably I heard it on the defeated yeah. episode, but it's fucking so long ago now. Yeah, dude, because him and Lilith you know, they played classical, you know, yeah. just like composing, writing, jamming together. And when Lila discovered death metal, he was like, oh, dude, this is my shit right here, you know? Mm-hmm. So in order for Wolfgang to jam with him, he had to play death metal in order to jam with Lila. Mm. Well, right. So that's, it started, that's how he would so, became part of death metal. That's mm-hmm. true, dude. You know, in order so you can jam out with your boy, man, you're like, all right, well, fuck it, man. Let's put it I'll, I'll get down on this. And oh, he yeah. did, you know, like spending time. That was his. That was his way of spending time with his kid, dude. It's like, oh, it's like that's like throwing that's throwing a baseball with his kid, basically. Mm-hmm. You know? Exactly, but yeah. way, getting yeah. way more out of it than just fucking talking <laughs> <about> <laughs> throwing this trippy ass baseball. It sounds like crushing baseball. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we all have pops like that, you know. I mean, my pops didn't play music, so yeah, he liked music, but he didn't play music, you know. So yeah, but, yeah. that's no, that's totally. good shit. Yeah, mine the same way, dude. He, my, uh, I think when I, I had a grind band called Malefic Plague. This is before Stigmata, Strangulation, fucking Discord, all that stuff. And uh, my dad, he was an old house in the back of my grandparents' house, like from the 
30s and 40s. And my brother, you know, tagged it all up, all metal, fucking punk back in the days, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, so my dad came in, man, and we're all, you know, kind of like from enslavement to obliteration, like that kind of grind stuff. And uh, my dad's like, oh, yeah, you know, I can appreciate the musicianship. I can't understand a damn thing you guys are doing. He's like, I can see your finger moving, you know, because yeah, he's on. Whatever the heaviest he listened to was like the doors or something, you know. <laughs> I think it gets to a point, it just gets to a point for a parent at that time where it's like, you know, at least they're not out on the streets fucking oh, yeah. doing stupid shit. They're yeah. here. Well, I, was a, I was a skater in the 80s, so I was definitely doing stupid shit back then. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Back when skateboarding was illegal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, now in my town, there's like a fucking skate park. There's like a fundraiser for a new skate park in like every fucking corner. It's like there's like twenty yep. skate parks there. It's like imagine, imagine, dude. Like instead of being sponsored by like a couple of shops, you know, we could have been sponsored fucking pro. Yeah, Boom. yeah. Until you start playing music and you say, okay, well, my balls skateboarding aren't nearly as big as my balls playing guitar, <laughs> challenging the world. So gotta give up one or the other. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey Danny, how did how did what how did you get into metal? My we kind of we yeah we already went over it. We yeah, covered it. We covered it a little bit. Yeah. Right, my, I'll, um... I'll, go, I'll I'll wait for this to be uh, released tomorrow, and then I'll go in the beginning. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's like it's usually the uncle or the older brother or the friend's yep, older yep. brother. Uh-huh. But yeah, I like dude. I like to hear the uncle because that was my personal experience. So anytime mm-hmm. somebody says the yep. uncle. It always makes me perk up a little bit, you know. Well, yo, here's something fun that my uncle did for me when when Joel was talking about getting that fucking that cassette tape with the black album, and then you know it had uh, Suffocation, and uh, I forgot the other band, Wicked Innocence. Wicked Innocence, yeah. So yeah. my uncle was like, "Yo, this is what I'm gonna do for your ass for your birthday." He bought me a fucking ten pack of tdk d90s and fucking recorded vinyls on there so i got 20 records for my birthday boom and then he did that christmas birthdays for like two or three years so i had like fucking 40 fucking tapes 80 albums total and it was like holy shit i got everything you know at the time i thought i did but you know and it was that's what shaped my ass, you know, just listening yeah, yeah. to all that shit, all those classics. Like, he recorded me everything. And that motherfucker would piss his whole check away. And 40, 50 bucks, he'd be fucking come home with, like, fucking seven, six, seven albums, sometimes ten. Sometimes, like, yo, I got 20 albums, holy shit. I, my whole check is gone. You know, how am I going to pay rent? Because he was fucking metal. It was all about metal and smoking weed and drinking fucking beer. And that was the way it was. Yeah. Kind of nothing's changed. I mean, you know, a little different drugs maybe here and there, but we all kind of do the same thing. I mean, hi, you know, still drinking, Uh, still listening, still laughing, having a good time. Yeah. Open the gate. That's right. Oh, yeah. so you're talking I know we we kind of glossed over like the whole discography basically dude did we I know we're already probably right? yeah, I mean <laughs> <laughs> but 
I mean, we're already two hours, two and a half hours into this, but I do want to, now that you mentioned you guys got 10 new songs, I want to hear about that. So, oh yeah, yeah. It's kind of like a secret, but not really. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, um, we've had these songs kind of in the vault for a while now. Um, we, uh, oh, I still do have that. Yes, I do. Still have my gargoyles long sleeve hoodie. It was a hoodie. For the cross species transmutation fucking uh, weird video that we did with a friend of ours. <laughs> Shout out, Professor. <laughs> that shit. But um, yeah, dude, we um, this is actually from the Malignant Future sessions. You know, these tunes are around that same time period, and there's like two. I think that we were we just wrote recently over the last couple of years to um to kind of round out the record because initially the plan was to put the malignant future ep which is three songs onto this full length but we ended up you know mike was like nah fuck it dude let's just do all new shit let's not fucking bring those songs on and whatever so we were a song and a half short so we just finished one and then these guys hashed out another one quick and quick and it was amazing how quick it was and it was sick so i was like okay cool so we decided let's do it and we did it and it took me forever to fucking do my vocals because i am a slow motherfucker and i had no inspiration as far as writing um and i really wanted to put some good shit into it and i didn't want to just re 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 it so let's do it and uh yeah dude i mean the new album's called discontinued and it's gonna be on willow tip and you know hopefully we're still in the mixing stages right now we got a good mix and it's just a matter of everybody being happy right now and then once that's everybody's happy with that one tune that template will be fucking put across the board and then tweak each song and then submit to the record label and then you know how it guys you know how it goes i mean we already yeah. got artwork for it so I mean we're we're done as far as getting the artwork and and putting in the time. We're we're all good. It's just now the final tweaks and all that bullshit. So mm -hmm. that's kind of like why we're doing this January thing cuz hopefully it will be out by January so we could support it proper like bands are supposed to. We you know, we cool. Well cool about death metal and stuff in general cuz you know you always hear about record labels and stuff and they're always like, "Well, the record label made us change the stuff or like they're pushing back and stuff like that." Has any death metal band in this underground scene ever like submitted their stuff? And they're like, oh, that breakdown needs like a pinch harmonic in the middle, dude. I don't, I don't, I don't know about that. Like, <laughs> you know, like, it's like never like that with death metal. We've it's never so gotten cool notes. About it. Never gotten and notes. Yeah, no notes. It's just always I'm, like. Well, I am sure that there's probably some records that have been pushed back on by labels, by different labels, bigger labels, probably. Like, there's a lot of Roadrunner stories that are just fucking mind blowing as far as. Oh, yeah. We had Sweet Cynic like, on. We heard all about that shit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God, dude. And, and just yeah. everything. And, you know, back then, when those bands were doing their shit, they were fucking writing that shit on the spot and they couldn't even play it. So it was, it was like, oh shit, Not you so. know, now it's time to nut up and let me see if I could play. And the drummers were having a hard time because they, they're not, you're not real well rehearsed on that shit. You know, we have time, you know, we have time to fucking play that shit for like a month or two, at least, at least sometimes six months. And then you go in the studio and you're like lightning, you know, it's like second nature. And these motherfuckers oh, were like, they were redefining the scene in a studio. 
and and it's like i can't even fathom that shit because we've never oh we have studio time you know we could, we're going to morris sound for a month or two weeks it's like no <laughs> yeah, yeah there's no such thing we don't we never had a budget like that it's like here's fucking a couple of grand go fucking make an album dummy and right. then here you go this is what you get for two grand you know and yeah. you know we, the music's there it's just that i don't know maybe we didn't have enough money for a specific filter or some bullshit some bells and whistle crap that fucking a lot of these these records these high profile records get i don't know i mean it all sounds it sounds like it should be simple and you know once the if the initial recording is good using the right mics using everything it should be great but you know you get the wrong guy to mix it you know or it's and it's not mastered now or you get the wrong guy to master it everything there's so many things that can go wrong you know maybe you're playing on old strings maybe it, you stick yeah <laughs> who the fuck knows but yeah yeah, yeah yep it's Definitely. it's one of those things dude i mean uh i'm i'm psyched i can't wait for the record to come out i just it's been so long i mean everybody says oh my god dude eugenics was the last record in 2012 but not really because we put out intrauterine again we re-recorded it like the whole album from start yeah not a remaster not a remix a re-recording yeah, so we we and it was a two disc set through Severed Records. Like we gave you the original version with that wasn't mastered, and then we re-recorded it because we lost the tapes. The tapes are in limbo somewhere, unfortunately. Because we, initially we were just gonna be like, here you go, remixed, remastered, fuck yeah, old fucking record, enjoy. No, we couldn't do that because all we had was a CD version, and that sucks, you know. So we were just like, all right, we'll give it back. And then we're going to re-record it with our current lineup. And that's what we did. And we had a lot of fun doing it, revisiting it. It was actually supposed to come out, I think, in 2017. But I held back because I'm like, let's put it out on the 20th anniversary. It makes more sense. You know, yeah. why are we going to put it out on the <clears throat> anniversary? Makes no sense. So let's put it out on a nice solid 20 of that release. And here you go. And we did. And yeah. A lot of oh, fun yeah. and that, that plus malignant future plus epilogue so i mean we've been trying to put out as much as we can but you know you know how it is with music you can't always just force it you know we want to write shit that's fucking quality at least in our eyes you right know, we're, we're not trying to make everybody happy you know that <laughs> totally. oh, i know right we're in the we're in the music business or this this genre of music to not make everyone happy <laughs> Oh, look at that. Like as far as like we're, we're making our like people that are into the music or into that specific style to be happy, but it's like, like there's so many people mm -hmm. we're gonna bum so many people out every time they hear the album like that don't know what death metal is all about. Oh, like yeah. we're not we're not trying to bring smiles to like a fucking a guy like a guy with a button up shirt going to his first job interview. We're like you know we're we're fucking yep. trying to like do what we want we do and we're trying to have fun. You know, it's an uncontrollable. Yo, yes, sir. Diego, are you in your car? Yes. You look like you're in your car. I am in my truck. Oh, nice. <laughs> oh you said you had a car? Oh, shit. That's I think the past four or five times, dude, I've been in my truck when I've been on here. Nice. <laughs> I feel truck, like, dude, there's definitely Hey, What's man. Up? Sacrifice, you guys know. Yeah, nah, dude. <laughs> Family, man, dude. That's the only place you can really fucking get mm -hmm. away. Man cave, if you yeah. don't have your own man cave, you run out to the car, dude. <laughs> Yeah, I barely. I'm still driving around town. I'm still. I barely got time to 
ask Father Time what time it is. <laughs> and you had the time to call in and say what's up. I appreciate that. I did, man. Yeah. I, you know, I swear to God, man, certain moments you're kind of like, ah, okay, I'm not going to kick myself in the ass after this one, man. You know? Mm-hmm. Danny, you definitely bring a glow to my face, man, in one way or another when I fucking see you, whether it's through social media or overseas somewhere, man. It's just it's a familiar feeling and a familiar vibe and a mutual respect. Oh, yeah, and brother. Hell yeah, my man. To that new shit, man. It's fucking cool. Yeah, yeah man. I'm looking forward to seeing your ass, boy. Hell yeah. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, man. And when are you guys gonna, when are you guys gonna cross pass again? January, I'm, right? I'm hoping that in January, you know, we're in San Diego. Yeah. But if we're not, maybe you can make the trek down. I don't know. So yeah, we're uh Cephalotrophy is recording in January, so we're gonna probably try to do some things here and there. You know, we already mm-hmm. we already got some stuff booked, you know, after the first of the year, but hopefully we'll be able to cruise out to the east coast and you know try to set something up you know right. some place and everybody everybody doing some little something something you know spread the oh, love yeah. got to. we have oh, to yeah, yeah man yeah. Like- I'm, I'm fucking always psyched when fucking diego jumps in thanks for jumping in man that's fucking cool like he, he literally was listening to it and was like I gotta get like hit up Anthony and Anthony hit me. He was like, and I was like, he's all I need to be on. And I was like, I'm just stoked that fucking Diego yeah, stopped by yeah. because it's the case. He's like, I'm not there. Joseph's like, I'll, I'll shoot you a link. Fucking Anthony's like, hold on, again. Jo- Joseph's in the chat somewhere. I don't know where he, he's probably, he, probably yeah, play he, some ninety tours that he does like every. I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. been, been kind of like the the running theme for the show that we haven't really been planning too. Is like half halfway or three quarters into a show like somebody just pops on you know yeah yeah, yeah. And that's, that's what's up like a... dude everybody's yeah. welcome dude open yeah. fucking door policy dude mm-hmm. yeah I, I might start a segment i was thinking about that when i was uh taking because i always think about things when i'm taking a piss or shit i don't know that's like the two <laughs> yeah. things where I, I think about like oh that's a good idea dude i'm like mm-hmm. I, gotta, I gotta luckily i have a bidet so i could just like like fucking rocket the water out of my ass and just or the <laughs> turds out of my butt and just be like you ever go i need, I need to go bit. tell everyone do you ever like, lean uh, a little bit further back and get it on the balls? No, no, I don't want that, dude. My not, fucking bidet. Dude. My you bidet didn't tell shoots. me that you got a bidet and you didn't at least let it hit your balls once, dude. No, no, because I have mine all the way pointing forward because I fucked up when I was setting it up. So like, if I were to leave it where it was supposed to be, it would be shooting like up, like on my head, like up and up <laughs> through my. So like, I had to push it all the way forward. <laughs> But I remember, like, uh, I mean, Pat Kenny. Shout out to Pat Kenny. I love Pat Kenny. Pat Kenny, I'm with. He's like a or one of our best friends. He's a a plumber, and he's like, it was during COVID, like in the very beginning of COVID, maybe the first month of lockdown. And I was like, no, I was. Oh, so we were watching a UFC fight, and he was like, I was like, dude, I just drove like an hour and a half. I'm like, dude, I got I got to take a piss for 45 minutes. What's going on? Where's the Where's your bathroom? He's all, dude, I just installed a bidet in there. Check it out. Just gave me this nod. And he just uh-huh. patted me on the back, and I was like, "I've never tried one of those." And I tried it, and I was like, "I was like, at first I was like, whoa, what the fuck is going?'" I was like, all pissed off. It's just like all invasive. I was like, "What the fuck is that?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, and then I was like, and then I wiped at the end, and I was like, "There's nothing." And I just, yeah. you know, I was like, "I have the," and I was like, and that was the time where people were like fighting each other for fucking toilet paper, like the dumbest like part of our existence in our lifetimes, probably. Yeah. Where people were mm-hmm. like. Like getting in there, like a, getting early at Walmart. Like it's like Black Friday. It's like Brown fi- Friday. They're like getting like all the fucking toilet <laughs> paper, and like they're all sitting there like fighting, like stealing it from old ladies, like fucking, like just grabbing it and shit. And I was like, 
I just rocketed mm-hmm. all the fucking turds out of my butt and then fucking took a wipe and was like, there's zero. Like, and I oh, used like dude. a roll would take me like fucking like a month and a half, two months to get through, you know, just be like, just dude. to be clean, you know? So I was you like, get, I'm all about that. this. You get that four apply, bro. After a bidet, you only need one square. <laughs> uh, no, I need probably a, a I mean, I don't, I don't want one square because I don't want like there might be some turd water. I don't want it to like leak through you the one get square. Like, finger, dude. Oh, you, you know? don't do no, you don't do no <laughs> manscaping around your anus, huh? No, nah, it's the fucking jungle down there, dog. Yeah, you're already, you're already too busy itching your butt in your sleep, dude. <laughs> <laughs> no, I literally the, the funny story about that is I literally ordered the bidet for my house while I was like in the bathroom still. Like I I didn't go outside and tell him how it was. I already had it on order, and like he was like, "How was it?" I'm like, "I just showed him the fucking receipt." I'm like, "Well, like whatever it was called, I forget what the fucking company was called." I was like, "Boom, was like, like, I got one on the way." But no, dude, it fucking that shit, that shit gets the shit out. But anyways, I wonder, I wonder if the dude, I wonder if the dude on the cover of uh, Malignant Future has a bidet underneath him. No, he definitely. I don't think he does. I, I, I feel like I he's wasted. He's just wasting a bunch of. To- he's like wiping. He's like one of those guys that wipes where it's like a. It's like a brown sharpie when you're white. It just keeps. Well, he probably like fill, and then he clog the toilet. Brown sharpie. Yeah, I don't think he ever gets he up. Garlic. He never. Yeah, I, I, he's he's fused to that fucking yeah, toilet lid. Exactly. Dude. There's all maggots. If you look close, there's all maggots and shit like around his belly and around his ass. And uh, yeah. he's been there for a while, dude. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't. He's he doesn't definitely know. got fucking. Uh, he's he. Oh. His he's legs are numb as fuck. No, that's you got me. Oh yeah, he, no, his legs are atrophied. Like he can't walk. That's it. There's no, there's no. It's Isn't deep. that picture? Is is his legs like purple and shit? That okay. Uh, I don't they've think got, they are, they've gotten past be. going to sleep. They're in a coma. He's got, dude. He's got buff calves. Coma. He's actually yeah, got he really good calves. Well, you know, I don't. I think maybe uh, the artist might have used his his girl as as you know the props for the legs. I don't know. Maybe like, yo, honey, sit on the toilet. Let me draw your legs. I don't. Know. Let me draw your fucking legs. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, I, I feel I like I was supposed to be day on these coast. Yeah, in, yeah. in in Japan, and it was like uh, I think we were there, Diego. I think you might have been there. Yeah, and so, and it was. It was like a, a fucking console on the side. I felt like I was in a in a fucking jet fighter. And it was all these icons I didn't recognize. And I'm like, I don't even know which is the... There should be like... The water flow should, you know, just be like maybe a, a droplet or something. And and I'm like, I don't even know what this does. And it's like, what? This heat and then this is fucking... You could have different types of water up your ass. I don't fucking know. It was crazy. <laughs> It was fun. Eucalyptus, jasmine. Yeah. Like seven different functions or something, man. Yeah. Yeah, like different patterns. Like you can choose the pattern that it goes in your ass. Like it's like I want like this. I want this one, not this one. Fuck that. Press this one button and this girl walked in. Dude, I've been I've been on that swirl. I've been on that swirl jet. I've been on that swirl jet for like three weeks now, dude. (laughs) Swirl. Yeah. A lot of people just fucking churn their fuck. They go like, oh, that that turd was brutal. I'm gonna go in the shower and just be like fucking rocket water and just fucking like I don't do any of that anymore. I'm I'm fucking I'm I'm blessed, dude. I'm blessed. blessed. The bidet. Cha- blessed by one thing the about the bidet. I'll, I'll shut up about the bidet after this because I'm drunk. But the, I'll sh- the, when you basically go to shit at work now, 
I don't know how to fucking wipe blessed, my own ass. Wait, 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 real quick. Blessed are the shit. All right, go ahead. No, I don't. I don't know. I don't know how to wipe my own ass anymore. I'm like, oh yeah. How do you do this when you're done? Like when? Uh, when are you done? Like for yeah. the the bidets, like just shoots like this rocket. It just like clears you out, and you're like, oh, I'm done now. Fuck it. Like, yeah. and like now when you're like in public, you're like, how do you even like? Yeah, dude, that's what I was going to bring up was if you're so used to the bidet and then you finally are in a public situation, you're going to have a fucking angry yeah. asshole after. Yeah, no, you're just going to you're going to clog a toilet. You're going to wipe too much. You're going to be like, oh, I'm done now. And you're not done. Mm-hmm. And like, there's like, <laughs> like I've like oh, a yeah. quarter of this episode's about wiping your ass. <laughs> yeah. no, dude, it's been like seven <laughs> minutes, dude. It's fine, dude. <laughs> You know what? Once you're alone, and man, Ooh. then so there's different functions of the babies. I wipe my I wipe my poo off with weeds, guys. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Well, we're, we're getting a lot of laughs though, Liz. People are people. People are. Shout out that. to the laughs. We're you know we're having fun. Hey, dude. But, so that's cool. So uh, so you're talking about getting out there touring in January. So that's when I'm trying to get all serious after that. Yeah, I'm tr- I mean, I mean, whatever. We talked about poo enough. I'm like, yeah, I know, but you just, I guess, just walked your face while you were saying that. You're like, all right, dude, I'm gonna stop smiling now, and I'm just yeah. gonna. Well, I'm just yeah. talking about my. I'm talking about my life, my butt life. So it's all good. It's just normal. It's everything that happens your in my normal life. life. All right, <laughs> my butt wipes. Butt wipes anymore. I got, I got a, I got a septic tank here. I can't fucking use those butt wipes. Still fucking plug that shit. <laughs> Dad, mm. Daddy's all quiet the whole time and said shit for like ten minutes. <laughs> Hey, listen, I know... I know he's not wearing a brown shirt. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I bought one of those little bidet things during COVID, and I never set it up. I was like... Oh, oh dude, you're missing out. I just hey. didn't feel like taking out a wrench and fucking hooking it up and draining oh, the tank wrench. and all that bullshit. I was like, nah, I still have it. It's brand new. It was super easy, by the way, because I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm like literally like not like a, a trades guy. I'm like kind of a nerdy IT dude or like a sales guy when I was younger. But like I just got the wrench and just figured it out and just oh, it yeah. was like just got the wrench, dude. Grab the fifteen yeah. sixteenths and fucking oh wrench. dude, just crank that shit out. And it was a, uh, I mean, I probably set it up wrong because I turn it to like one and it's like a painful rocket, like like it's like a <laughs> fucking fierce stream that just like you're like ah! from a bidet to an enema. Yeah. Oh no, it's brutal. It's brutal. So I have to. I go slowly. Bidet. Bidenema. Like, but denima <laughs> someone take that album name one of you guys in the in the chat it's your next album but yeah this is my new band but it's like we're the fucking but dilemma dude but denima ass you know it i'm yeah. disappointed that you didn't get a little spray on the tan or something dude that that sounds pro- pleasurable well dude. no with pats though pats because one time i like sat wrong on his and like like his is like fully like whatever part of your whatever you want like like he's a, a plumber it's like you can like your balls or you can go that like movement on the bottom makes of me your think like fucking... that thing that you hook up to the hose and throw on your lawn and and no it's, it's a it's a little spout it like goes like this and it like spouts whatever you want and he his was gnarly and i remember i like sat wrong on it and i used it and he's like at the end of the night he's all dude i think yeah. a chick he's all i think a chick used mine dude because it's all the way to the front and i was like oh, i just sat wrong hey danny <laughs> okay. hey yo hey hey how you like this california boys over here i love it it's fine i mean sitting <laughs> is a part of normal life we all do it it's you true know? it's true ian's freaking out in the chat too what if like a drummer was playing with an enema in their butt the whole set dude what's up with that <laughs> 
sick drummer, dude. That's <laughs> where's that? More like that. shit drummer. Yeah, I'm saying Ian's like uh, shit drummer. <laughs> he's like, dude, you're freaking me out, dude. Yeah. Which county is that? Whatever, dude. A porno grind drummer that has a bidet on his butt the whole time. Yeah, but that could be a new thing. I don't know, but you get used to it pretty quickly, so it doesn't shock you anymore. But anyway, so uh, so uh, vocals and stuff are pretty, pretty brutal. Yeah, man, they're but they are brutal. Your vocals are fucking brutal, dude. (laughs) Your shout mouth. Love that segue, dude. It's all about farting out of the mouth, you know. Yeah, I mean. We're trying yeah, to I mean, move away from the butt shit. We're trying to move away from the butt thing, and Danny's like, "Nah, dude, it's like farting out of your mouth, dude." Yeah, just. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you fart. No, that was my mouth. Oh, okay, okay. I, I looked yeah. over at Diego, and he was laughing. Like, I was like, "Oh god, did Diego, just drop a fucking a wet one." The same that's, shit. That sounded what shit. Dude. Always wet. <laughs> that's a good one. It's a good fart noise, dude. It's realistic. <laughs> I didn't get that. What'd you say, Diego? Said he's blowing your kisses one way or another. Oh yeah. <laughs> Dirty brown eye. Brown oh, eye kisses, God. dude. Chocolate kisses. Oh yeah. Hey, who you got doing bass for you right now, Danny? Uh this brother from Maryland's uh Alex Weber. Oh, oh nice. yeah. Yeah, he okay, plays cool. in Exist and he's he's filled in for a bunch of bands. I mean Obscure. I saw him with Obscura. He, yeah, he was just with Obscura for a couple of yeah. weeks and then a couple of weeks prior to that. So yeah, he's he's a he's a sick motherfucker. He's super sick. Yeah, yeah wow, we might be hearing about him on this show soon too. I know, I know. Did the album? What's up? He did the new album? No, we actually had a guest bass player. Oh shit. Um, but we're not gonna divulge that yet. Gotcha. You know, I mean it's Alex it's, Webster. I know that'd be funny if you got Alex Webster because I remember when Alex Weber added me, I was like, Alex Webster's adding me right now on fucking yeah. He gets like, that so... all the time. I know, I know. It must be a, must be annoying, but because I was like, I was like fucking looking, just like because humans look at the beginning of a word and the end of a word. They don't look well, at yeah. the middle. Your brain like, does this thing where it's like I've already yeah. seen this combination yeah. of letters. It's a guy playing bass named yeah. Alex Weber. Yeah, yeah. and I was and like, all... Alex Webster's that? You know, like Alex Webster's the man. of fucking, you know, he's fucking back in the odious days he was like all about you know adding us on social media and stuff but still i was like in fucking 2021 he's adding me on fucking shit like what's going on <laughs> but uh no he's i saw him i because I, I knew who he was and i watched him with uh, obscura and i was like this guy's a fucking monster on bass super yeah good. he's i've never seen anybody play bass like him before he's totally. uh, he is definitely a, a mutant for sure. No, he yeah. is for sure. It's good. He he fits us pretty good because we're all mutants too. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, so it really is that way, dude. So is this all old materials, or, or is there some like new stuff or new arrangements? Or... Oh no, no, dude, it's a brand new. It's record. all new. It's all new. Oh, all new. Ten nice. brand new songs. Yeah, dude. Uh, yeah. You know, we just. But That's like funny. I said, some of the shit is is older like Wait, we is wrote that... maybe four years ago or something like that you know and it's just yeah. we shopping it's... a label or whatever and we didn't you know we didn't have a home for it yet kind of thing so then we right. just filled is it out alex in the chat right there dude who is that guy sounds like it would be alex webs weber in the chat dude he's he sounds oh, like brutal he, bliss i don't know no i don't think so no okay. no he's he doesn't even know about this i don't think 
He, doesn't, and, uh, he wouldn't care anyway. It's just me. Well, talking. He's coming on the show, so he definitely knows about this. <laughs> I don't know if he has a Twitch account, so I don't know. Oh, okay. That's what that's what the funny thing last week with a guy from uh you know Xfication and shit. He was like, I had to sign up for a fucking Twitch account to watch because he was oh, like, was, okay, so I, she I, never mind. He says, no, I'm a chick from Texas. Right. Yeah. What up, chick? You miss swinging a miss, dude. Swinging a miss. Oh, little bliss. That's Amanda. Amanda yeah, Fisher. Amanda. Oh, what up, Amanda? Oh, what up, Amanda? Shout Shout yeah, chick's gangster, man. She's OG. Oh, oh yeah. Uh-huh. Good shit. You always love it when we hear females are listening. Yeah, uh, man. Back in, you know, it's funny. In the beginning of this, it was like 99.9%. No, that was the... <laughs> I got like uh, statistics on Spotify. And I was like... It shows you like what like what age group and what genders. And it was all 98% men. It was all 1% women and then 1% unspecified. Hey, yeah, definitely not in it for the all walks of life, bro. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. oh yeah, no, totally. It's all about the the fucking nerdery of death metal, which we all love. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, dude, we literally. I mean, I want you back on, Danny, because we didn't really talk about like (laughs) we totally fast. I'm gonna blame this guy. I'm blame this guy. Yeah, <laughs> I do. I do. I because I'm there's there's a big chunk that I think that we didn't get to tonight, and I know it's pretty late for you right now, bro. It's probably one o'clock in the morning right now. Oh yeah, yeah. I got work tomorrow, but that's all right. Oh shit. Yeah. Wolf of metal, right? I mean, why not? It's, it's not your flip flop, I'm always I mean, tired yeah. anyway, so it don't matter. Dude, we, we, <laughs> we, if, if this was a show, this is another thing too. Is we always look at this as like the backstage green room type bullshit conversations mm-hmm. yeah. that we would be yeah. having on tour, anyways. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. So yep. we'd be loading out at this time. You know? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> well, the the semi, you know, sober guys would be loading out. You know, being pissed <laughs> off at the overly drunk fucking band members. The guy's been like, "Sorry, dude. Sorry, brother. Yeah. Oh dude, I last call. Last call. Gotta get my Jack and Coke. All, all, load in. all load in, you load out. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> no, on the on the driving and stuff. I remember one time I drove a thousand miles straight because I didn't want to have to. To drive, for you're like just a week. banking hours. Yeah, that's what yeah. it is. Yeah. I was banking. like, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna always help load and load. That. I'm gonna do all that shit. But like, mm-hmm. uh, the driving shifts, like after the show, because that summer slaughter tour tours we did, it'd be like you gotta leave the show, and if you do not leave, like before the show ends, you're gonna miss load in. Like, yeah, it was insane. Like it was so it was so like ridiculous. okay, well I'll go ahead yeah. and just do a thousand miles. <laughs> Like mm-hmm. it was like 29 hours, just like fuck it, dude. Let's just do it. Yeah. But it was yeah. like, you know, it was also testing my might like a Mortal Kombat kind of like in I don't know, one of those. But um that's the yeah, biggest that was... test, dude. That's the yeah. biggest well, test right. ever. Hey, Joe, <laughs> yeah. can I ask you a question? Go for it. Did you see armadillos in Utah? We were driving. We're lack of no. sleep. I'd no, I don't think I've seen armadillos. I mean, actually, I'm I'm kind of like Danny in this. Like I I, I'm a shot like I need to access another fucking partition of my hard drive because it's like it's like I feel like I watch videos of me playing back then and I'm like that's not even me it's a weird dude it's like all about that, that I don't know. Like, looks I don't like know. me yeah looks like me 
But I was like, I like look at him. I was like, well, that guy looks kind of cool. I'm like judging him like really harshly. I'm like, well, I don't know. He's kind of uh, his, his shorts are too long. Yeah. Uh, like, I'm like ripping on myself. Like, but, oh, yeah. uh, I mean, he's you know, hair gel though, huh? what's that? You said he's got red hair gel though. Well, now I do, dude. I gotta fucking get <laughs> vaginas tight. Right. But uh. <laughs> 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 no, I, if I still could grow hair like that, I would be styling it. I know, no, I literally the one thing about the guys with the long hair, and I'm just hear me out because I got made fun of a lot and decrepit for having like the I was usually buzzed though. I was buzzed on tour because I didn't want to deal with any hair. They'd like make fun of me and shit, but they'd be sitting there combing their hair for like oh. fucking hours. And they're like fucking your little cute little haircut. I'm like, sick dude, can you give my mom's comb back? Like uh, like <laughs> like, <laughs> like <laughs> brush, yeah, brush. are sitting there like getting quick. knots out. They're all, yeah, like it was like gross. I was like watching, and they're all wet, and they like mm. have it on the back of their back, and just be all their whole back would be wet, and I'd be like, your fucking back's all gross, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, shout out to fucking Murray on this real quick because going on tour with that dude, he he would bick his shit every fucking yeah. chance that he got, but. Dude, he would beck it with no shave shaving cream. I dude. shave with I shave with water. I'd be in a motel six and I'd see him in the mirror and he'd just be scraping the hair off with a razor, dude. Oh yeah. No shaving cream whatsoever. Just well, yep, the technology's gotten there. We're good. it out, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like no one needs a smooth shit. You just want to get the shit off. If it's not cutting you, then you're fine. You know. Well, you know, some some guys that that rock the the dome, they want that shit to be smooth for the ladies. You know, yeah, yeah. you know, we Murray, had Murray had the smoothest dome in the game. Bro. Oh, you yeah. see, one thing I got in an argument with a friend Monty, recently. Our, our bass player, our old bass player, he yeah. had a smooth ass head. <laughs> you just rub it, and like. Oh, and he was sweet mocha. He was just like, oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> love Monty. <laughs> <laughs> oh red uh, i got in an argument with a guy from the, like my buddy who was in the marines and stuff for a long time and i was like dude i was talking about shaving about how you shave and then you do the different directions right mm-hmm. you guys yeah. ever do that yeah. yeah he was like that that was like alien to him he's like no you go one way well i was, I was like, like well, it's like you don't want like if you go the other way then it's smooth like why would you i know but way? that like, actually no i know what he's talking about because me i have sensitive skin so if i go the down oh, and then the up i get hella more fucking uh razor bumps dude it doesn't look like you've shaved in a while so you're good i, <laughs> I live in a, i live basically in a truck right I, I sleep on an air mattress right now oh yeah dude he's in a house that's empty right now he's he's i sold he's this moving. This is my last. This is my last podcast in this house. Oh wow! Next week, this house will not be mine, dude. I, I, I'm closing. This shit is closed next week. So another another uh, casualty of the Bay Area. Like he bought that house for a what a, a quarter, a third of what I just sold it for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He sold. He's like, like everyone's like, oh, I want to move there now. He's like, sick, dude. We'll all move to the place with a pool and have like hundreds of thousands of dollars left over after selling it like mm-hmm. the berry is a i know dude bummer i know but i love the bay <laughs> dude i still love the, I, i'm i'm gonna be sad when i get out of here i'm still gonna be here for at least till the end of the year i'm gonna be doing the monday through friday thing be here because job and all that shit but 
Um, I'm going to be fucking, I'm really going to be nomadic starting mm-hmm. next week, dude. You're going to be a rich fucking nomad. But anyways, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know that's a weird thing too. It's like, I'm in a, I'm in my truck. My family's in the place that I'm going to be moving to, but I'm still working down here. So I'm like, I got, you know, 600,000 after this shit and I'm going to be in a truck. Yeah. <laughs> insane, dude. Stack them, put them away. I'm stacking, bro. No, no, that's that's the whole thing. Is is uh, I'm gonna be able to give my family a a big fucking place that everybody can have their own space, like a including nice, me, dude. The podcast, nice biscuit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna, <laughs> dude. Hell of Guido biscuits. Oh yeah. <laughs> I love it. No, for sure. I, the, the podcast will be in its own studio for me yeah. after I find my place, dude. That's hey, hey. Next, when next podcast that you and I are on in Anthony's new house, yep, we each get fifteen percent, homeboy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I, I'm I'm in debt from this podcast. I bought a twelve pack for twenty bucks. <laughs> I don't know what the other guys are getting, but that's what you and I are getting, bro. I would love it. I need every every penny. Thank you, Anthony. That's fucking that's mighty wide to you, bro. No, I wouldn't have been able to do it if the fucking shit didn't crash back in 2011, dude. Right? Yeah. You know? Yeah, brutal, man. Mm-hmm. You bought it at the right time. Yep. Yeah, but Definitely. dude, this isn't a fucking real estate podcast. What the fuck are we talking so, about? So I mean, the yeah. interest rates though. The what? I mean, how are they doing? I'm just kidding. But, uh, You're getting really bad next month, dude. That's that's why uh, people are buying right keeps now. Keeps going. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. Actually, at the very beginning of a pod, of a podcast, we'd just be like, "Hey, dude, what's your Venmo, dude? <laughs> like, well, <laughs> can you send? That actually is not a bad idea. Just like as a funny joke, just be like, "Dude, what's your Venmo? Send like buy someone yeah. a drink, you know, like ten yeah. bucks, you know, because because yeah. to go through the merch company, you gave me like a band camp, you gave me a indie merch and." We've had all those things too, and like I don't, I don't really see much money from any of that. Well, you're, yeah. uh, right. Nope. Here's your demo. I apologize for the inconvenience. Hope you had a good yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Diego's like, I got to take bong loads in my truck while I'm on this show, dude. I need uh, compensation, dude. I think I'm literally. That's gonna be my new thing. I'm gonna ask like before we go live. I'm gonna be like, "What's your Venmo, dude?" Yeah. I'm just gonna put it on I the mean, screen. Just be like, dude, if you want, if you guys are drunk too, like, because when when I go on Twitch and watch like other like band people play like i'm like trying to like fucking here's a donation it's sick you know like i fucking love your shit just like it's like support because like bands get fucked in this industry it's like support us dude I, these topa chicas aren't dude, cheap fuck dude. you you fucking <laughs> six hundred thousand there dude <laughs> i shouldn't like, have said the number i shouldn't have said that. I know, that? I know. when you said that i know that fucked up what's the name of that shit topo gigio what topo chico bro it's a oh, fucking Topo Guido, Topo Guido, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Topo, yeah. I got, I'm drinking Topo Guido biscuits. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Italiano, huh? Uh, hey, Chad, who should we raid? Chad, who uh, should we one raid? stack of biscuits, dude. Yeah, yeah. The biscuits um, that you got to turn the can to pop them open, dude. Damn, I, I'm, I'm actually drinking Cali stuff. That's what's up. Are you Nevada, Nevada? Nevada? That's oh, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna be farting tomorrow, dude. That that I was care. I love it. <laughs> I love farting. Beer. That yeah, it's uh, good. It's good. That was like the first pale ale that I ever came across in my life. And that's, uh, Chico, that's Chico, California. Yeah, this yeah. is OG. Yeah. yeah. 
I got some voodoo. Oh, shit. Voodoo Ranger. Voodoo Ranger. Oh, yeah. you're going big, bro. Yeah. You know, I can fucking hit the sides of a tuna can. I just can't hit the bottom of it, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> go big or go. I'm hung I, like I, a tuna can, I've dude. <laughs> With peanut butter. <laughs> but no, this uh, uh, actually, Danny, this is uh, something that I drink that I get made fun of a lot. But then I have people drink it with me, and they can't even hang. Oh, so there's that the, that white that white claw surge. Yeah, that's eight percent. I've had I've had six of them tonight. Yeah, well, that's, that's why you were that's why you were talking about bidets for like seven minutes. <laughs> I mean, I'm probably gonna have six more before I go to bed for work tomorrow. <laughs> oh, you're gonna be fun. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, I've yeah, I'm fucking uh, bred from like uh Native American and Irish and Scottish. So. Oh, those are the, the true <laughs> alcoholic uh nationalities for sure. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I am, uh, I'm bringing it. I'm bringing it. Say again, Diego. What are you saying words, dude? Come on. Acid reflex, heartburn, odious, mortem, diarrhea. Heartburn, indigestion, odious, mortem, diarrhea. Is that a Pepto Biz Joel? Sorry. I'm not even stoned. I'm stoned. Whenever Diego shows up, I like get high, and I'm not even smoking. You don't. I can't no. contact high like a motherfucker, man. It's like a funny it's as a shit. Fucking Zoom contact Joel guy, used dude. To be such a stoner, dude. And then he always he, he always like I should smoke more weed, and he never does, dude. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's fun now. It's fun when I decide to smoke weed. It's like a it's an adventure. If I go to the mall, I'm like. Let's smoke a, some pot and go to like get a shirt or something. It's like a gnarly, it's like a Lord of the Rings adventure. And it's not yeah. like I need to be normal now and smoke like 50 times a day so I'm not grumpy. It's like, which is funny. It's like is fun. You brought it back to what it was like in high school, dude. Where it's we can... so insane. Sometimes I'll get to, I, I went and saw a show recently and someone handed me the weed pen. I hit it once. It was, I was like, fucking great. I was like drinking stuff too. Then I hit it again and started coughing and it was an ordeal. And I had to like, like I need to get out of this venue. I need to leave. Like, I was like, it was like this, like fucking. I was like, this sucks, dude. I'm all. I was like, literally walking out of there, going like, "Fuck weed, dude. Weed's the dumbest drug. Fuck this." Shit. I, was, I was like, I was like freaking out, going like, "Why?" I was like listening to people behind me than more than the show. I was like yeah. listening to the conversations and stuff. And I'm like, this guy's talking about like saying something really loud right now. I don't know. This guy, this guy behind me wants more whiskey. I don't know if he. I don't know if he this wants. This couple's that. arguing know. over there. Yeah, I could hear behind and not front, so my my attention turned behind, not in front of me, and I was like, I got super pissed. And then I had to drive home because I only had like one or two drinks, and I was the driver, and I was like, I'll just smoke a little weed. And the drive home was a nightmare. I like didn't believe the Google. I was like, I don't know, dude. You like that seems believe. a little. Yeah, it was, it was everything I was questioning. And I see a cop, and then I would just start fucking freaking out again. I'm like, my tolerance is so low. I'm like, God damn it, this. It's it not sounds, fun it almost sounds like your uh your Jeff Waters uh, mushroom experience. Yeah, yeah, a little bit, a little bit, you know. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of like you were getting all mad at what he said and questioning things. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. No, I know. It's it's just like overthinking everything and also <laughs> I had a I had a drunk I had drunk friends behind me go like, "No, dude, make a right when the GPS was saying left." They're all, "Dude, make a right here, dude." And I was like, 
and you're questioning your reality it yeah. sucked it was terrible i was like god damn it but it wasn't like i need to smoke weed and just chill out and and start the process of if i want to get that fucking tolerance back up again i need to get it back up again not while driving a vehicle with drunk people all around me going like i'm like trying to and there's cops and shit and i'm like mm-hmm. there's like one way things downtown like in the bay area i'm like is it, i'm like going almost going down one ways and stuff oh that's like, the worst me place to, turn... to be dude being oh, was, downtown dude i was pissed i was like fuck weed but then also at the same time i was like i need to smoke it in a better environment like yeah chill not be like responsible for a bunch of hammered people you know that, that was like my first mistake but the first hit was great the second hit was a nightmare so it wasn't it went from zero to 60 real quick but right, um, before we let's leave, wrap it up one last thing that in the chat um i'm i heard about we heard about this uh I can't can't read their name, but they say that uh, a way to get paid on here is to link your Amazon account to your Twitch account. So it's like a gaming thing. So basically, if you link your uh, Twitch account to your Amazon account, it'll give you a free subscription to a channel. Use our channel, guys. Thank that's you. What, yeah, that, uh, that, that'd be cool. <laughs> that would be fucking cool if people yeah. uh, link it up. It doesn't cost them any other money. I, I mean, I, I know, already, that's one thing about this show is that we don't we don't really like push it. Like, oh, yeah. I don't even say like like and subscribe and all this kind well, of. Well, it's shit. more for like listening later. I mean, the live thing's kind of a fun little thing people can do, but like it's more for like listening. I mean, podcasts aren't really set up for Twitch, so it's like if you want to chime I, in and hang I mean, out, you know. For the cha- for the channel, we sh- still should say it up top, but we never do. Like and subscribe, all this shit on all the platforms, guys. Mm-hmm. Apple Podcasts, Twitch, Spotify, <laughs> YouTube. But but days anonymous. Bidet's anonymous, <laughs> dude. But days anti anonymous. But days fucking screwing from the hilltops. Uh, <laughs> but days autonomous. <laughs> eight different functions. Yeah, I'm, I'm a day optometrist, dude. I'm just trying to fucking let everyone see what I'm fucking feeling. Right. Anyways, we should wrap this up, guys. Yeah, I'm drunk. Yeah, we should wrap it up. Oh yeah, Danny, dude. Yeah, and Diego. Had Good so shit. much fun with you guys tonight, dude. This Hell is yeah, dude. A, a great hang, dude. And, and I'm I'm glad that you guys could be a part of this with us. And yeah, Thanks dude. For having us. No problem, dude. You're oh, welcome. Yeah. You're welcome to come back on for a part two, and we can actually yeah. get into that catalog, dude. We literally stopped at the demo and then just <laughs> fast forwarded to your ten song album that's coming out. Yeah, dude. <laughs> and and maybe we'll have Ron on too. Dude, I'd good. love that. I would love that, dude. If you both came on, you you're more than welcome, dude. Hell yeah! And you know Diego will be joining with that. Yes, yeah, sir. Dude. And him and Ronnie will be getting stoned in the corner square. <laughs> how sick would that be to hear uh, Diego and Ron team up and get that coast to coast fucking weird fucking brutal death metal? Yeah, dude, that would be fucking insane, dude. One of these, one of these days, dude, we'll do like a mini tour or something together, man, and then we can fucking vibe out and fuck around some or a vacation, you know, whatever's. Yeah, anything, yeah. dude. Anything yeah. better than nothing, right? Yes, sir. <laughs> Joel, who's on? Who are we raiding? Say what up to Kim Sushi. Love you guys. Hell yeah. 
what up, Kim Sushi? We're Cheers. raiding. Is that who we're raiding? It's already done. Boom. Love you guys. Um, hey, love you too. Yeah, Battleforge yeah. Coffee. Not, we, before yeah. we get out, we're going to do the plugs again. So, battleforgecoffee.com. Go get your fix. Cheese, Little cheese wedge. <laughs> oh, you almost grabbed it, dude. It went away, bro. <laughs> <laughs> there it is, there. <laughs> the rat race. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. And uh, Danny, tell yeah. everybody one more time uh, where they can get uh, malignancy uh, merch. Malignancy, oh, there merch it is. And all that shit. Yep. Malignancy.bandcamp.com or indiemerch.com or brutal band. Beyondhumanmerch.com. Oh. Boom. Fuck yeah. Check or it out. brutalmind.net. Brutal mind. Brutal-mind.net. Fucked up. It's all good. Diego Storage Facility.sandiego.net. Yes. There's probably a bunch of Malik shirts in there. <laughs> yeah, there probably is. <laughs> send them out from there. There's definitely oh, the cases, anyways. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, fuck yeah, dude. Diego and Danny, thanks for fucking hanging out yeah. for the night. That was fucking sick. Cheers, yeah, fucking dude. have some drinks it. with you guys on a Thursday. Hope Hell fucking yeah. work works out for you on a fucking Friday. Yeah, fucking Friday. Keep, yeah, keep fucking grinding, man. We're loving it. We're loving both what you guys Hell do yeah. and and you guys you do guys for the love of the game, not the fucking the famous aspect. It's fucking. Danny, sick, I'm really excited for that new shit, bro. Dude. Congratulations on 102 fucking episodes too, gentlemen. Fuck yeah, that's, man. That's a lot. Yeah, that man. comes from being in a band and, you know, just pushing. So that's awesome. Yeah, that's just awesome. What's up, dude. Keep doing it. You know, keep going. Yeah, man. Yeah. And, and if she comes out, let me know so I can send it to you guys. It'll be out as soon as... Uh, yeah. It'll be out tomorrow for sure. Oh, I, I mean the Malig. Yeah, I know. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's tomorrow, dude. And all the, it's coming all out. The, the, the Malig's coming out tomorrow dude. too. What are you I talking wish. about? That would be great. Uh, <laughs> yeah no support support uh malignancy support cali death podcast support disgorge yeah yeah i almost I can't say it there's a lot of lobstrisy what cephalopsy cephalopsy do you uh, say that I went on Google because I talked to like three people and they were trying to tell me different ways and uh, then the Google was so computerized that he was in the middle of cephalotropy and cephalotropy. And I was like, this mm. one, you know? Mm-hmm. That's kind <laughs> of like computer and nobody knows how to say it. They're like intrauterine. I'm like, I don't, yeah. that's not how you say it, but cool. Isn't it intrauterine? <laughs> intrauterine. <laughs> It's pretty yeah. self-explanatory. It's intra and then uterine. It's uterine, tra- yeah. I should have put a dash in there, but I didn't. Yeah, the dash would have helped, probably, because yeah. you could like yeah. separate. Because like I was telling like, earlier, it's like the we see the be- yeah. very beginning, we're like shit. When it mm-hmm. when it gets like too technical, we're like fuck. I don't want to sell that. Yeah, <laughs> if, if, like, separates it a little bit. Out vowels, fuck that. <laughs> hey, you know what? You probably could have gotten away with using the dash back then. Yeah, but nowadays putting the dash in there that might symbolize a little something, so you might get in trouble, you know. So you actually did pretty good. You're ahead of your time, Daniel. We're always getting in trouble. So yes, yeah, I dude. was trying to steer clear of all that shit in the future. <laughs> yeah, Thank yeah. you. Go go <laughs> out and uh, do your bidet research. Find uh, one that works for you, and yeah. uh, 
Love you guys. We'll see you next week. <laughs> All right, fuck you guys. I said fuck you guys. <laughs> fuck you guys. Love you guys. <laughs> Have a good night. Fucking good shit. Rock on, dude. Fuck you guys. Rock on, dude. And hopefully before that, we'll have another podcast part. Danny, we'll keep in touch, bro, for sure. Yeah, hell yeah, man. Good shit, man. Have a good night. Thank you, my man. You mother...